Hey there, everybody. This is a short introduction to what will be kind of a more special year-end episode. One of our first recordings. Was this our first recording, or did we do the Avengers one first? We did like our Marvel. Yes, that was first. Breakdown first. first, which may also see the light of day at some yeah, point. At some point, I'm gonna say I want to say that for Patreon. Oh yeah, yeah you that say was, that for our Patreon. I really page. do. I really do. We, Ethan breaking the news early that we have Patreon. Well, I think we got to add. We have to add <laughs> on to it too because Endgame came out. Nah, because we don't. We, 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 <laughs> <laughs> It's a moment in time. Yeah, okay. okay it's fine. a moment in time. But speaking of moments in time, the episode you're about to listen to is uh, essentially, yeah, what was I think our third recording it's really pre -recorded. once we started. Yeah. So started doing this. This is one of our first ideas. Yeah, we've had this in the archives for a little bit. It's been mostly edited for a while, but because it's the holidays, because we, we were celebrating 30 weeks, the first, the Big end of the 30. year. Dirty. Dirty. Dirty 30. Of, uh, of absent-minded <laughs> podcasts. I hate that. This is our, our gaming history podcast. So our, our first real episode, we thought it would be fun to kind of introduce ourselves and our, our our time playing video games. Gaming history, how we got into them, our first yeah. ones, earliest memories, that kind of uh, jazz. Don't Stuff judge like, us. Like Drew being locked in a cage in an Ikea and okay, forced one, to play I games. I wasn't locked. <laughs> I went in. I was actually excited to you be You explain yourself just fine. <laughs> I, I know you believe now that it was a, a treat. It was a treat. But we think that Drew may have been uh, taken advantage of in an Ikea as a kid. I got taken advantage of by Mario, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Little bits of gold like that. Ethan breaking down his time with the... His N64 and the game. Actually, I think you forgot GameCube. We talked about that more. Yeah, I, I did. On. His I was uh, I was smoking weed back then, so I, I, <laughs> I'm jumping in and out. A lot of time is is displaced, but I get there at the end. I think. And of course, plenty of love for the PlayStation series of consoles yes. from from yours truly. We appreciate you guys for listening. We we appreciate you guys coming down on to 30 episodes with us. Yeah, we appreciate you guys coming along with us. Want to want to wish you a merry christmas, a happy holidays, a happy merry new end of the Kwanzaa. year. Merry Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa Hanukkah. starts after Christmas, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think Hanukkah's already over, pretty sure. As usual, and I, I, and I for don't all you people my, who don't believe in anything, you know, I don't I hope you're what enjoying kind of, cake. <laughs> I don't remember what kind of intro I might have done on that episode, so just in case if it even <laughs> has one, yeah. Uh this is the Absent Minded podcast each and every Friday at 10 a.m. Ethan Newbolt at Souls Bjorn, Andrew Crandall at Andrew Loves Video Games, uh, and me, me Travis Stockton at Ray Charizard. People knowing my last name, bring you good stuff <laughs> like this. Wait, your last name isn't Souls Bjorn? It's oh. at Souls Bjorn. Oh, Souls at Bjorn. me at Souls Bjorn. <laughs> Be sure to head to AbsentMindedPodcast.com. We can catch up with all of our previous episodes as well of our as well as our side series Absentminded Watches. And while you're there, you can leave us a voice message if you like with a topic, question, comment, or concern with the show if you're, if you're concerned about drew and his time being locked in a ikea internment camp now that you, you mention it i think it was just a storage <laughs> closet but <laughs> you, you can leave a voice message and, and let us know there and all you're there you can also use the listener support program to donate one dollar five dollars or ten dollars to help us keep the microphones on but with all that said thanks for listening guys i hope you enjoy the episode and we will catch you again in 2020 happy holidays we're still here. Say goodbye to the yeah, people, we're, Ethan. We're, we're still here. Good, good. It's <laughs> Christmas. Have some spirit. Enjoy the episode. Uh, here it is.
Welcome to the first ever episode of uh, the Absent Minded Podcast. My name is Andrew Crandall, and every week uh, I get together with my two good friends, Travis Stockton and Ethan Newbel, and we talk about... <laughs> did I say the last name wrong? New Bolt. New Bolt. Oh, what it's did a, you say? It's actually, a hard bolt. New what Ball? New Bolt? I said New Bull, I think. Oh, New <laughs> yeah. Bolt? Yeah, New, new bolt. bolt. No, it's, yeah, it's New Bolt. Oh, okay. He said New Both. So that's okay. So say New Both Ooh. for me, Ethan. New Both? That's what he said. <laughs> That's how we're going to start this. <laughs> no, I actually only knew your last name two days ago, like whenever Travis came over before you got your here. Your last name's Krampus, right? Krampus. Yeah, Krampus. Yeah, no, I Crandall. definitely go Crandall? around and hunt kids as, a, you know, Crandall, an anti-Santa right? deity. He doesn't don't hunt, say that. He doesn't hunt kids. He punishes the, the bad kids. By hunting Don't them. say that either. <laughs> Neither of those things are true. You don't know that. And I hope. <laughs> anyway, I hope. And each week we get together and we talk about just uh, some of the nerdy shit that we enjoy and about the news, what's going on with uh, industries, whether it's video games, movies, TV shows. Entertainment. Entertainment, yes. So you had a topic that you wanted us to focus on today that has nothing to do with the game industry news or entertainment. I mean, it has something to do with video games. It does. It's, yeah. it's almost entirely about video games, you might say. One might say it has to be do with the history of video games. There you go. Today we're going to talk about just how we got started with video games, first introductions to them, some of the games we loved. Our individual histories. Individual histories. So since this is your idea, did you want to go first? I guess like my earliest gaming memory, it was probably whenever I first moved to Houston, mm-hmm. so probably in like 95, we went to that Ikea off of I-10. As a frame of reference, what year were you born? Oh, I was born in 1990, so I was about five years old. And what is your address <laughs> and the last four digits of your social security number? Oh, it's, it, you know, it's, you can look it up. You can find oh, okay. my Twitter you're in the page. registry. Okay. Yeah, but so what year did you say? 1990. 1990. So you're five years old. That's five one of your earliest old. gaming memories. Yes, okay. exactly. So we went to the Ikea uh, on I-10 there because uh, we had just moved into town. Ikea had like, you know, they have the, like a child center there mm-hmm. and everything. And in the child center, I remember like in like their pillar thing, uh, they had Super Nintendo or not even a Super Nintendo in NES. And uh, so they had like a game, like you go into Target yeah. and you get to demo some video games. Yeah, they except had, like, they a, were actual like, uh, like, like whole, whole console. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, exactly. And I remember playing Super Mario Brothers. Why don't we go to Ikea more? Because I don't need a flurgan. I don't know if I need a flurgan. I don't even know what a flurgan is. I'd like to go to Ikea and find out what a flurgan is and then play some fucking video games. They still have like a PS4 up there. Like a, like a, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, back in 95, they had a PS4 there and everything. Pillar. They lock children in a prison like (laughs) pillar and just you, you sign them in, are, you sign them yeah, out later. You guys are just there until the parents are done shopping. I've never, okay, j- I've never been to an Ikea, just to let you I have, know. I did really? not know never. they had a cage for children. I have never been to an Ikea. Yeah, so like it's whenever you go there. Blue, looks like a Swedish compound when you drive by it. <laughs> Swedish compound. Who yeah. knows what's going on in there? It's bright yellow and bright blue. It's, I've been told it's furniture related, but no one's proven it to me, so. I've never been. It, you know, I think it's just Swedes making meatballs out of sawdust. And capturing kids yeah exactly enticing them with video games <laughs> in a pillar <laughs> putting them in a giant so what it, no what? it wasn't no we weren't in a pillar we were just in like <laughs> like like a play area and then like they had like a pillar like a support beam we're getting uh, a lot of the architectural <laughs> structure of the building yeah, we're not really well, talking about the, not about the games themselves game. so anymore. you said uh so super mario oh, bros so, yeah scenery, super mario bros so they had a super nintendo set up no well i guess was the first one called super mario bros no, it wasn't. Was super. it Super on it the was, NES? It was Mario Brothers. No. You're right. Yeah, because that's the, the. It wasn't even side scrolling back then. It was just like the Donkey Kong. No, this was a side. This drop, was drop down. This, so this was, was a side scrolling one. Yeah, this. I think the, that was. 
I want to say no. no the Nets because, had one too. Yeah, yeah it was super, well because the because Mario Bros was the original non-side-scrolling. I think version. so. Yeah, the and arcade because that started off in the arcades. Yeah, along with Donkey Kong. Right. Exactly. And then Super Mario Bros was the home console, the side-scrolling. Yeah. Because I'm re- I'm remembering now. I thought that sounds pretty bad. That we right. we think we're going to talk about a video game podcast and we're mixing <laughs> up our fucking Mario Bros. And then uh, Super Mario World yeah, so was Super the Mario one Brothers. on the yeah. Super NES. Super yeah. Mario Brothers is the one that's on the the NES. Yeah. And then, yeah, I believe what you just said, Andrew, about the Super Mario World being on the Super Nintendo. Gotcha. But yeah, I remember playing, I remember going in there and playing that for the first time and just not even being able to get past like level two. If it makes you feel any better, I still have a hard time getting past level two in this in the Mario games. I'm <laughs> terrible at them. I don't know why. I've always really? been really bad at Mario because I like holding B. I always want to be moving as fast, as, fast as possible. As just over jumping. I want to over jump all the time. And then you fly off the edge. He's got the little slide sometimes when he lands. Mm-hmm. Fucking ice level, man. I can't handle that shit. <laughs> I'm always really bad at that. That's why I've always liked Sonic because the levels are built to be stupid Sh- fast yeah, all just the time. Through, yeah. And you can fuck up all you want as long as you remember to grab at least one more coin you before drown. you really die. Uh-huh. You can drown. You I can jump on spikes. Was what killed me in Sonic. But Sonic, that, that was always what drew me to that because no, the, I'm, I'm the, just too ADD. The fucking water levels in Sonic's always yeah. just... Drowning. Water levels in every game. <laughs> That timer, I can I remember that timer noise just from yeah, the drowning and then like the three, two, one would come <laughs> up and they were like bubbles. Yeah, yeah. PTSD. If that, Nicky uh-huh. Jakey did a great uh, video on the history of water levels in video games. Oh, I think how, I saw how that. Terrible never, they are, uh, and except there's a lot of them. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot of them. That and like I have like thalassophobia, so like even just like going in the water, like like playing Sea of Thieves of deep. Yeah, like it's deep, a fear deep ocean. Water. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, like even like playing Sea of Thieves and like having to dive in and like go search a ship. And Do then- you get the sweats during the Kingdom Hearts intro. <laughs> With Sora, <laughs> just like Joe yeah. dives into the sea of the heart. Oh man, and it just gets it's blacker so bad. And blacker. I'm just like getting anxiety. My chest is pumping. Actually, I'm Sekiro and has a lot of open waters that you can swim, swim in, in and, and then later on you can dive. So it, it's, right. it's pretty creepy. Yeah. All right, I want to get back onto the video. See, this is the t- these are the tangents. We're going to work on this. Yeah, folks. exactly. It's going to. Uh, Where were you? But also, we we're, were not going to work on it at all. We were in <laughs> IKEA. We were. Yeah, and so taken was, against our will, persuaded to play Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Continue. And so I remember that was my first intro to it and just being really bad at it. And then uh, growing up, I wasn't really much of a Nintendo kid. And, you know, I was more of like a Genesis guy. Oh, yeah. And playing, yeah, like Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, you know, one and two. And then three, remember three came out with the cartridge adapter for, uh, or and no, it was Sonic and Knuckles at the cartridge adapter that you could put into three. Or oh, wow. Plug three you're into. Right. Yeah. yeah. I forgot all uh-huh. about that. Jeez. Yeah. I remember playing those a whole bunch. And then like, so I remember some random golf game I loved. My random game that I loved so much as a kid for some reason was Vegas Stakes on the Super Nintendo. I have no idea what the fuck that even it's is. Just it's just a cart. fucking is it a gambling game. You play like poker and nice. like yeah. craps and fucking blackjack. And I probably should have been playing that as like six yeah. years old. But you learn at some point. I mean, shit, it was there's, fun. There's this really funny. I don't know if it was a glitch or what. Just the limitations of the games at the time but i like to play blackjack because you could get the ball rolling real quick and the the way you beat this game is you might make a million dollars like if you cap out your money like mm-hmm. that's like the oh you did it that's an easy you, know, you won right, the right. vegas sticks and so yeah you just and blackjack's the easiest one it seemed i don't know if the odds were just better or whatever but you start fucking betting it all every time and then before you know it you're throwing a hundred thousand dollars on a can of blackjack and that's all I remember about that game. Did you like find a way to like rig the AI dealer or anything like that? Oh, this like, was like on a. This is not like Travis Hack and shit. Like you know, no, no, is. I know. Was, I just this is a like, legit console. Like this is on the Super. No, Nintendo. I just meant like, uh, did the AI fall for like certain traps or something? Like I have no idea. It was just blackjack. I, okay. I don't remember. I just remember <laughs> first video game I ever beat Vegas Stakes on the Super <laughs> Nintendo. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, a fucking. Did you guys ever play the Lion King game? 
I think we all played Lion King, Aladdin, yeah, uh, the Aladdin, Star Wars, the Star Wars games where you were like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, dude. Oh, the Star Wars, talking about yeah. fucking hard games, Side scrollers, man. Those Star Wars ones. That first yeah. Super Star Wars. I never Ooh. did play Super Star Wars. I think I remember playing the Super Nintendo version, and then they, I believe they had a port that was on Game Boy too. Eventually, because, yes, they did. Yeah, because I, I remember my my first time like really sitting with it and being so frustrated because that game had like an overworld. Kind of like the final, the early Final Fantasies where you like, because you're on Tatooine at the beginning. I don't know what happens after that because it's really hard and I never got <laughs> past it. But you could like, yeah, you're on Tatooine and you'd go into like these caves and you're Luke Skywalker and you got your little lightsaber. Oh, and okay. Everything wants to kill you. But yeah, I definitely, I played that a lot on Game Boy, but that game, fucking oof, very, <laughs> very difficult. You get on PS4. It's probably still really hard. Probably even harder because I'm sure there's a lot of weird delays and in input latency and shit like that now. But. Time, yeah, probably. So it's a bit of a Sega Genesis case. There was a Jurassic Park game that I've fucking loved yeah another like kind of side scrolling game you played as dr grant like after everything yeah like goes to shit i remember that had a couple of sequels that didn't do as good. yeah or they might have been good I, I don't remember but i, I know which one. another one that i played you play uh, the lobster raptors sonic one, spinball i remember like one of just like a pinball yeah, it was, sonic, yeah exactly i remember uh my mom my playing that with my mom in her first house in sugarland and like i remember like not being as good as her mm-hmm. and uh and then I was a like a big Game Boy guy. Oh, so you so the Genesis was your home console. Yeah, like yeah, that was the one y'all actually like. Yeah, that did was you the pick one. it or like your parents bought you the Genesis. I don't remember exactly. You were I like, oh, probably. I really want a Genesis for Christmas this year. And then yeah, that magical morning where you open up the box and it's the Super Nintendo, and you're like, Mom, I didn't, I didn't want, yeah, I didn't want the Nintendo. Where's Mom? Where, where's Mom? Where are my, Mom? where are my well-known characters like Vector Man? Yeah, Vector Man. <laughs> where's my Vector Man? <laughs> where's my Vector Man? Where's my Clay Fighters? A lot of people don't know this. Prequel to Pepsi Man on PlayStation. That's not true. Oh, okay, I was about to be like, "What?" Don't lie to people. <laughs> I remember a uh, big Game Boy kid. Uh, one of the gaming historians' videos a few months ago was going into the Super Mario Land games. Oh yeah, yeah. God, gaming historian. I love, 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 love that. Yeah, channel. he's so good. But yeah, I played uh, the first Super Mario Land, and that's like I remember because the enemies in Super Mario Land were so much different than in like th- any other game. Mm-hmm. In like Land, you were fighting against like these not Goombas, but like these uh, turtles, and they weren't like the uh, normal. Yeah, they weren't like the normal Koopas though. They called them these really weird, crazy names, and you're fighting against like ants and stuff. It was really fucking Which strange. One was this? And it was set. It was uh, Super Mario Land on uh, the Game Boy. That's one of those interesting things too. Where if you go back and you read about, well, not just read. I think even Gaming Historian or some some channel probably went over some of the stuff. But all the weird differences they had between regions back then, mm-hmm. where like not even all of it was like censorship, but just like like oh, we can market the character model of a turtle better than we can this oh, yeah, blue thing or whatever boy. like yeah, i remember this one lots of yeah, weird like the first level starts you off in like egypt yeah it was really weird. egypt yeah. it was weird it was more of like a it's it was just kind of a weird game yeah from there i remember first like colin says baby's first rpg fucking pokemon red version man oh I yeah fell that game blew my all, mind did we all put, get red version I had red I version, blue version, and version. yellow version. We are the version. stereotype. Yeah, dude. That's why Fire. I'm team red. That's why I'm, yeah, I'm always red. Fire's hot. Yeah. Fire's cool. <laughs> Captain of the Power Rangers, red. I, I remember I played red version so much. It was like the only game I played for probably years. And I remember I, it got to the point to like, I played that game so much that I could beat like the whole game in like a day. Hold on. The whole Pokemon new game file, Pokemon Red. Yeah. You could beat starting a new save file 
to the end of the elite. I might, four I might be, I might be exaggerating a little bit. That like it might be like a day, day and a half statement. People, I can beat but, Metal Gear Solid One in a single sitting. You cannot beat Poke Metal Gear. Sol- there's a lot of easy little skips, and if you know where to go, there's not. A, uh, Is skipping oh, a game really beating it? Well, I mean, the, sure. I mean, for speedrunners, depends on what your your roll credits. I know some yeah. people hate that term, roll but if you credits. roll credits. You could get into that game, put it into beat, bop, boop, doop, and then all of a sudden it, the credits start. You beat that motherfucking game. I wouldn't game. call it beating a game if you use I mean, like, like skips super, and stuff. I would just like, say any percent. Like going back to like Super 80%, Mario Bros, aren't 80%. you? Like if you hit like the certain uh, warp, the warp pipes, and yeah, stuff. you can get through that game real quick. Nope, Ethan does not abide by the warp stones. <laughs> no warp pipes. I got to go straight Ethan's through the games. Yeah. I abide by a rule of laws and... <laughs> And video game etiquette to keep reality fair. and physics work a certain way. Yeah. We live in a society, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would uh, basically because I would use that in in like the original games. You could go to that orange islands, the item duplication. Yeah, and just I would just fight Missingo, rare candies, pop me some rare candies. Yeah, and make you know, my Pikachu surf. Exactly. They weren't. As <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember that in in, in yellow. In, in yellow version, if you had like... Oh, you could actually do the Surfing game, Pikachu, game yeah. Ju- like a Game Genie, if you had that, yeah, you could you go a, to the... If you had I a Pokemon think, thing, you could On make. yellow, I didn't think you needed to to do any hacks. Like, I thought it was one of those... Like, you could no, teach Pikachu, was, like, a couple different just a, HMs. I think no, it was a you had to, like, go to, like, yeah, it was a mini game where you had to go to, right. like, go to some old dude's house and, like, look at a painting, and that's what activated it. Well, okay, so yellow came, yellow came with the little Pikachu Tamagotchi thing. The handheld. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure if you like put your Pikachu from the game into that or you did vice versa, that Pikachu could learn surf or maybe yeah. it is what Travis said. Like it could already I swore it, like, it was just like a special Pikachu that and like, yeah, one of the things was you could just teach it surf. Like it, it couldn't. I don't think it could use cut. You can fly on your Pikachu. No, I think it was, no. think I think it was just specifically surfing because that was like, yeah. you know, the yeah. surfing. Because I remember Pikachu the intro. Back Didn't then. the intro have like have Pikachu surfing? surfing. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. Yeah. I think that was like, I don't think you need a, a code for that or anything. I think you that was the only surfing. way I ever I think played it. Had something it was to do with the, uh, the little thingy, the toy that came on the side. It might Maybe. Have. Could have. But yeah, so I played. Played a lot of Pokemon, and that really like cemented my love for just like open world, top down, uh, turn based RPGs. Uh-huh. And uh, then I came to discover Final Fantasy VII, which really, Ooh, really uh, cemented that fucking the big love. dog. Oh yeah, you know, typical like against stereo. So you got a PlayStation at some point across all uh, of this when I when I originally when I originally played Final Fantasy VII, I didn't. I was playing on uh, a friend's console, like a neighbor's console. Uh-huh. A uh, kid down the street from me, it was the same thing. I didn't have a PlayStation. Yeah. I was mostly a PC kid. Uh-huh. And he, we would always go over there and play Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, one day he got Final Fantasy VII. And, of course, we're little kids. We don't understand. This is like a fucking 100-hour RPG yeah. with three CDs. Uh-huh. And we were just like, oh, this opening scene with Midgard's real cool, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so that was that was like whenever I originally played it, and I never beat it. Uh-huh. Until like years later, I got a uh, I got a PlayStation, and then I bought a used copy from GameStop, and eventually played through it and beat it, and fucking loved it, and fucking beat it probably I don't know three or four times now. Still haven't gotten like the hundred percent that I'm. You gotta go for that platinum trophy on the PS4 version. Well, no, I have That's the how you switch. Know you've seen it all. I have the switch. So yeah, I'm gonna go but fuck the switch. <laughs> no trophies on the switch. Yeah, but I don't need the trophies. It's just a portable, 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 portable. It's a portable console that doesn't have PlayStation trophies on it, though, and that's my problem. Vita two win is all I'm saying. Hashtag Vita two win. I I think well, no PlayStation. They're pushing the streaming things. Yeah, quick tangent. Here's a crazy idea: PlayStation VR two doesn't need to have the console hooked up to it. Also works 
is basically just a portable Vita headset VR thing. So wireless? you can have that one. Yeah, it's wireless. wireless. Yeah, exactly. You can hook it up to the PS4 and play your PS4 VR games. But when you aren't cooking it, hooking it up, it's a little fucking Vita 2. When you're headset. not cooking it up. And you got your headset, your Vita 2, and you're playing fucking goddamn Persona 4 Golden <laughs> VR. And, you know, you're other persona games and i don't remember uh, advance wars that's the one that's what i couldn't think of i was like what do i want i want advance wars anyway sorry uh playstation yeah you had your playstation yeah and so, so what, what year are we in right now uh playstation so probably seven, the, seven first, been, the first place well no but i didn't i didn't get 97? the playstation until later yeah you bought you somebody guess 99 no this was probably like 2004 2005 what the fuck yeah we're all playing our ps2s already man yeah <laughs> PS3 is coming out in two years. Blu-ray, the HD revolution. I mean, uh, you had a PS1. You're still rocking that playing after the first time. I don't no, mean it to wasn't, shame it wasn't you. The, I'm just surprised. No, no. <laughs> I, I had a PlayStation 2 eventually as well. Yeah. I had a GameCube for a while. Didn't really play like Super Mario Sunshine. Didn't like it. I didn't really play like oh. any. I didn't play any of the hit Whoa. game really for my GameCube. My GameCube was a total waste looking back on it. Because really, my no, GameCube. The GameCube was a beautiful piece of technology. I'm not, I'm not saying. I, no, I am not. The the I am waste. not saying that it wasn't a beautiful console. I'm saying I me have, having it I was a memory. waste. I know many good memories in my. My, my counterpoint GameCube. to that, and we'll get into this later. But Dreamcast is how my my situation I with had, that. Well, right? I had the Dreamcast and the GameCube. Well, I had both of them too, but the they Dreamcast were, was the one I did not appreciate as much as I I have come to in my later years. Anyway. Yeah, but like I, I didn't really like play any like. Like most of the first party games, like I had Melee, of mm. course, like everyone fucking did. Melee? But I didn't like... Melee. I, <laughs> I didn't really play, you know, any of this uh, about Donkey Super Kong games Melee, right? or, or uh, Mario games. What? what? Talking about Super Smash Bros. Melee, right? Super, yeah, Melee. Yeah. Yes. Melee. Yeah. Melee. I think both pronunciations just, are he's accepted. He's being a dick. I am. I'm just, just being I'm a fucking dick. With you. This is a safe space. I haven't <laughs> talked in a while. I just wanted to... <laughs> uh, I wanted y'all to hear that I was still here. I'm still here. Yeah. Oh, thanks. We appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. I hate it. <laughs> Drew, Melee, GameCube. Yeah. And so eventually uh, a TV fell on my GameCube. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> Look yeah. out. That yeah. was quite the left turn. <laughs> yeah. Remember just trying to plug was it in. So okay. mistreated, okay? under, underused, no. and destroyed by incompetence. That's yeah. the history of your GameCube. Oh, it also had been peed on a bunch by, <laughs> by my dogs at the time. Didn't, didn't really take care of it. <laughs> I will say this: my last PS4, the standard one, uh, I had it to the point where um, I didn't know that some small cockroaches were getting into. That happens. You didn't yeah. pee on it. No, it's true. <laughs> you didn't drop a PS. No, it you was didn't just drop a warm. television on it. It was just warm, and little critters got in there because they knew it was warm. Exactly. But yeah. I put roach traps around that thing, and I got those things. I got those. <laughs> so I fixed that shit real quick. Yeah. And also, GameStop bought that. Yeah, PS4. that shit just happens. I. I I read that article not long ago where they're like, oh, 10 things you don't know There's about your there. dirty PlayStation 4. And, and yeah, it's got whole little baby roaches get in there and they and then they, they walk around and, and they, they melt yeah, they, inside. Yeah, they touch the wrong fucking circuit. And they electrocute themselves. Yeah, I sold that thing before it got before. It got oh, yeah, real you had to, you had to get rid of it real quick. <laughs> it worked. Uh, <laughs> but then anyway, eventually you, you got dropped the TV on your PS. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then eventually got a PlayStation, played Kingdom Hearts, fucking loved it. Fell oh, PlayStation 2. Yeah, PlayStation yeah. 2, excuse me. Fell in love with it. But did you play 10? <laughs> Final Fantasy 10. Yes, I did play 10. Jack and Daxter? Oh, dude. I played Jack and Daxter, didn't really fall in love with it. The, the games, Ratchet and Clank? 
Oh, I felt everyone's got their own history. We're gonna get into the deep, deep history of PlayStation. Those just all came soon. out at the same time as Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, no, I, uh, I I fell in love with Ratchet and Clank. Definitely played up until Up Your Arsenal. I think was hey, the Up last Your one. Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I saw a thing on like it was a meme where it was just going back through all like the Ratchet and Clank games, and they were all mm. deviations of just like sexual things, like Up Your Excuse Ass, me? Up Your Arsenal. What? Do you know um, what demographic these games were made for? Of course they were. Yeah. Did you need an infographic to point that out? Yeah, point honestly, that out I you? never I never noticed it whenever I was growing Such up. Such a pure soul that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Such a nice, sweet boy. <laughs> he would never tell someone to up your arsenal. Absolutely you not. Up your arsenal. Played a lot of that. And then whenever I got my car accident, the attorney that my mom was working for at the time, mm-hmm. like, gave me a, a 360 as like, a gift while I was Fuck in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. Dope. And so whenever I was in the hospital was uh, like, I'd always played Halo growing up, like uh-huh. it over at friend's house and everything, but I never like you dabbled. Yeah, I dabbled. Yeah. You, uh, weren't, you weren't going pro. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. No, I wasn't like, uh, I wasn't. What, what was Esports the ready? Yeah. But what was the combo for reloading faster? Fuck. If I know. I don't oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, BSMRing or something like it's like something. It's yeah. It's like when you ASMRing. it's like <laughs> something where you, you do you like a. You do a, <laughs> you just whisper quietly. Or actually, I might be thinking of something else. Some paper it was like a Xbox quick controller. double thing in PvP where you like popped them with the with the melee and then you just battle rifle them yeah, and it, it was I like a one hit kill. Maybe yeah. I'm thinking of something. Else. BXR, that maybe right, I think is what it's called. BXR, that sounds right. Yeah, Russian Badger. One of his <laughs> yeah, videos. <exactly. laughs> oh, I was like, it's called the Russian Badger. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I kind of dabbled in Halo. Uh, but whenever I got the 360, one of the uh, nurses there was this guy and. Uh, he lent me his copy of uh, Halo 2, and that's whenever, yeah. What? It's okay to be a male nurse, Ethan. <laughs> whoa, whoa, why are you, you calling at me, me out? And I only saw you look at me why at my periphery, and you had that out? smirk. I, you had a smirk, I had and a smirk I said, you were I said nothing. I was like, why did Ethan's head turn all of a sudden? I look at you, and you get... You had the same. We get we mirrored each other. <laughs> Travis is the one that that blamed the look on me, and I find that not fair. Like I said, this is a safe space. There's nothing wrong with Merces. Merces? Oh wow! Come on, male purses? Usually, usually male no. Merces no, is for oh, male nurses. That's no, male purses. Oh, no, they're, they're terrible. They're, <laughs> fine. They're, fr- they're fine too. They're fine too. <laughs> so you started playing Halo Three on your Xbox 360 in the hospital. <laughs> Halo Two. Halo Two. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Backwards and, compatibility, uh, baby. Oh yeah. Back yeah. Fell in love with kind of first person shooters there, and then I went out later. Whenever I got out of the hospital. uh wherever I really kind of fell in love with like uh, story shooters was mm-hmm. uh, when Bioshock came out. Oh yes. Oh man. Playing Great Bioshock game. through the first time. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. That is on my list of like five games where it's like, if you could just delete that from your memory and just and play, through, play it again. through it the first time Dude, that, yeah, the would you kindly turn was just amazing. Mm-hmm. No spoilers, of course, but yeah, yeah what? if you haven't played Bioshock, go out there. You have no excuse. You can get it super cheap on like PS4 and you Xbox get the collection now. Get them all. Yeah, exactly. exactly yeah. I don't think you can buy them separate seen, now. Uh, not on the new consoles, but on, yeah. on PC, I think you still can. I'm oh, sure. sure. PC. Yeah. You can just Steam. Sure. Yeah, it. exactly. But yeah, I think like 20 bucks I've seen yeah. on sale for all three Great of game. them. No yeah, reason exactly. not to play at least once in your life. Most of my time with the 360 was mostly spent with like first person shooters. You it know, was the my, console of first person shooters. Dude, like, for sure. And that was like my first foray into like online gaming. Uh-huh. You know, Xbox Live, Modern Warfare 4, or the first Modern Warfare came out. Yeah. Then uh, Halo 3, the Orange Box came out, and you play like Orange TF2. Dance, yeah. That was Callback. Good yeah, dude. That, was that like still makes Half-Life me sad. Half Life 3 win? Yeah, Half Life 3, <laughs> Episode 2, or no, never mind. That's yeah. one of those yeah. things where like I thought it. 
I've been thinking about this recently, just with all the talk of like what's next for Valve, and they're putting out their new uh, the Index. I think mm-hmm. that it is coming out, and they're gonna have their own headset. And there's all the rumors like, "Ooh, what's Valve gonna put out for their new headset?" It's like, probably not gonna be Half Life Three, but what are they gonna do? And had me thinking about like the Orange Box. Like, we have never had a value proposition since since or that came before. Out. Like that was such a big fucking deal. Like the Half-Life 2, Episode 1, Team and Fortress. 2, Team Fortress, Portal. Portal. That was Portal's origin. Ricochet came like, out on that thing, that's, too, uh, which a lot of people didn't play, but Ricochet was really fun. Yeah, that was huge. Because mm-hmm. you could have done Half-Life 1 and 2. And I don't even think it came out at like a full retail, like 60 bucks. No, this was, it was like, it was I think like it was like 30 or 40 or bucks. Yeah, yeah, it was like 40 I want to say 39.99. Yeah, yeah, I want to say so, too. But yeah, I remember Orange Box playing Portal for the first time, man. Mm. It's just crazy experience, you know, find out the cake is a lie. It's... Fucking great. Spoilers, man. Jesus. Sky can't help. <laughs> what about newer stuff? When does Drew? it stop becoming a spoiler and become a meme? Yeah. Decades. At least it's, a decade. Yeah, it's been a meme for, for Portal, quite a it while. was like a week. At least a decade. Yeah. Pretty sure the cake was a lie was like a thing. That's but like, they didn't have context, you know? You didn't, well, exactly. You don't have context now. If I just say the cake is a lie, you don't have the context. Yeah, talking exactly. about it's one of those, Portal. So this is another tangent. This is one of those things talking that about drives me game, crazy though. when people go around. First off, don't share spoilers. If you know you're spoiling something... Think twice before you hit that submit button or have that in a little conversation with your friends. But what is even worse, in my opinion, are the people that come in afterwards and say, that's a spoiler when... Are you without po- you context more you had a, no idea you make it more apparent i see it that all that the time it's like it's not a spoiler until you say it's a right. spoiler and now i'm thinking oh well how does how that, is that a how spoiler? is that a spoiler is it an important spoiler is it a not important spoiler? fair enough well, it, it, i, I want to go back and say though we we were talking about the game no i know but even the no i know i'm not, I'm not giving you shit about that oh, okay. i'm saying that the cake is a lie that I, I wouldn't call that like it's a spoiler if like you want to go into blind but also sure. Portal came out in what 2007? I think yeah. you had some yeah, time. Yeah, 2007. Uh, it's on like everything. Well, except for PS4. Uh, but to kind of like, but, I guess, just speed through the rest of it. Uh, eventually, well, I, you don't have to speed through. No, it's just, fine. You know, you can get to like more, more recent or stuff. Because you what? You got to the Xbox 360. I'm sure there well, will be some co- crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, this is not the last time you will speak. No, exactly. Uh, eventually, I, you know, I got bored of my 360. Played a lot of, you know, MW2, which was the worst voice chat channel to be in ever. Ouch. Modern Damn. Warfare 2. Yeah. But now, now we can go on to like the current gen consoles and what, like uh, the just, most recent of gamings for you. Yeah. Hell, well, I'm, I just want to say well, one last thing back on PC. the PC I'm kind of interested in that too. well yeah I just, I just one last thing on the, la, on the last the gen PC was race. eventually I got uh, a PlayStation 3 oh, and yeah. yeah I entered the PlayStation 3 with the slim and my first game was God of War 3 wasn't that just that so much was, better than an Xbox 360 I you know what I <laughs> no truly, com- no I truly enjoyed the switch from Xbox to PC because I like the interface to PC or PS3 PS3 okay from Xbox to PS3 because I just enjoyed the interface so much more than the Xbox interface. My problem with the Xbox interfaces has always been like they can't make one good one, so they make you try three different ones throughout the generation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're, they can't just like settle on something that's like really cool. They're like, this is okay, and then we'll just fix it in post. Yeah. And then it's all it just gets worse every time. Like you remember the coming how from our editor the original Xbox 360 user, UI was that, that, that the weird circle fucking thing. Yeah, no, it wasn't even no. That's the Xbox, the original Xbox, the oh. Xbox 360 had the vertical blades 
where it had like the different colors. You had like your home screen with your games. Right. Yeah, yeah. You had your, fr- your Xbox Live Blade. You go to your friends list. Like if you look it up online, like it, the the difference between the the UI at the beginning of the, the Xbox way, 360 the end, and yeah. the end. I remember when it was changing. Crazy. Yeah. But PS3 has always had that sexy cross media bar. I know it gets a lot of shit, but I, I still to this day, I think that's like a. It can be difficult and daunting if, like, you don't use a lot of electronics. It is kind of like spread out and things. No, are a little I hidden. found it like super intuitive. And I love it. I still, yeah. to this day, I like booting up my PS4 or my PS3. You mean like the groupings that they did with stuff? Yeah, like I, because I've, I've seen you, certain people you took fiddle it. with it and they couldn't, like, they can't find what they're looking for. I was like, well, the game controller has all the games under it. You took you it move, to an extreme with your filing system. I like system the folders your, and stuff, but I'm I'm talking about as simple as like how do I start the game? Well, mm-hmm. you move it over to the game picture. Yeah. It's the controller you're holding. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go down and you pick the game you want. And then I I put it in folders. But that's just I like being organized. You had like you PlayStation Classics and then PS2 games and PS3. I liked having it all organized. First game was God of War 3 and just that intro to God of War 3 is probably one of my favorite gaming that's memories uh, ever. Just, it's opening. so it's so epic like climbing against, you know, uh climbing Gaia. Climbing Gaia up and I think you're fighting the first pull out um, when yeah, you're you like, know, "Oh my god, God I'm of War on. 3 starts right at the end of 2." Yeah. And it's just this could not have been a better setup. So did yeah. you play 1 and 2? On yes, PS2? I did. You did. Yes, okay. I did. And it's just like uh you're battling Poseidon the whole time and the uh, it's the way no you uh, kill yes. him and then yeah, you the eventually, horse and the water yeah, horses yeah and, all that and then sh- you eventually kill him amazing. and then you kill what I can't remember the sun god's name the one that travels Helios. around the, Helios you kill him and the way you kill him is just it goes in the first person and he just beats the shit out of beats the Spoilers shit out for of the him. first like hour of God of War three yeah know. exactly <laughs> but another one uh, it's you, so you've funny had your chance yeah exactly it's, so it's been out for a while get the remaster on PS four for like but ten I just, months yeah. I, I love the brutality of that so much and I just it's the scale of that was definitely one of those things where that was a moment in that generation where we had seen really cool games we had seen stuff that was like clearly a generational jump by this yeah, point yeah they did it with one and two but yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> But like the, the scale. scale of like, I will never forget those first E3 videos of that. It's when the and camera pans back and you see the whole shot. You're of you on in the Gaia Pegasus and then and there are other Titans climbing up yeah. Mount Olympus uh-huh. and all these things are happening around you. And it, it was definitely one of those moments where like, like how them. the fuck did they do this? Yeah. And it's even now it's like a how the fuck oh, did yeah. they do this? Knowing you go that, back and play it like when four was about to come out. I was really into the story because I had never played one or two. Yeah. And I went back and played three because it basically tells you catches you up. Yeah. Really quick. And the remaster. Even I know the even, remaster looks really good. Oh, it does. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I've even seen a stream where they were playing one on a classic PS2 mm-hmm. still pretty good yeah like it, not even gonna lie it's definitely that's one of those series where like the, the you art, don't put it on a huge tv <laughs> the artists that work at santa monica studios like those guys yeah definitely dating back even to god of war one and other things that they've done but that's definitely proof of that if your art design is good it will scale up obviously mm-hmm. it's not going to look like a brand new hd game but like as far as like how well a lot of those Quality textures stand up timeless yeah like the it's very apparent when you put that up next to like other titles where the art maybe but wasn't quite as awesome anyway, and they we, didn't quite have all the we all know designs in. God of War is really good. Yeah. But Andrew, yeah. what about the rest of your story? <laughs> From there, yeah, I played a lot of PlayStation, played a lot of MW3, Modern Warfare 3, and I, one of my favorite things about the PlayStation 3 was just the, the free online at the time when it was. That was a big deal. Yeah, yeah it really was. I, I mean, I, I did play for P- PlayStation Plus because I liked 
how they this was uh, back in the day when they would give you free time trials of games where you could download the whole game but you could play for like two hours they still do that sometimes uh, I don't know if it's always gated behind PlayStation Plus but yeah mm. they, have, they usually get stuff like Overwatch's free weekend or like okay. things like that uh, you can still do every once in a while but yeah the full game trials were pretty cool because yeah. I remember like yeah like Infamous 2 uh, was one of them that had like a PlayStation full game trial yeah. and you could play that one and it's cool because it was basically like how much of this can you play in the 24 hours that you're allotted or whatever. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then if you want it, you can go buy it. Yeah, exactly. And you'd have the game already downloaded whenever exactly. you bought it. Yeah. It's just a little unlocker. And then whenever I started to kind of thinking about getting into PC gaming is, uh, whatever, one of my buddies built his PC and he was showing me it off and everything like that. And like later for Christmas that year, I think I asked for like my parents, I was just, what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, oh yeah, money to build a PC. Mm -hmm. And then they gave me money for it in like the forms of like a fries gift card or something. And I just never did it. I, it was a, it was at a time in my life where I really wasn't playing that many games. Yeah. You know, because I was probably 21, 22 at the time. Mm -hmm. So I think I just spent the Fry's gift card on like records or something like that. Ethan and I are shaking our heads right now in disbelief, just like I'm sure many of you are. Yeah, I know, right? In unison. Just, <laughs> just silent a judging. small shook. <laughs> and then it was probably like 2014 whenever i got back into gaming again whenever i bought playstation 4 mm -hmm. i the first i remember the first game i bought was the first watchdogs and i fucking hated it wow yeah i didn't like Whoa. it Did you hear that that game's better than a lot of people give it credit for i mean i'm sure if i go back now i'd probably appreciate it you know differently but at the time i hated it i just remember there was one mission that i was stuck on where i was literally like looking at the thing that i needed to look at but the the uh the option to hack wasn't coming up and i like restarted it tried to do i'm it. not gonna pretend like ubisoft games aren't buggy yeah this is not yeah. a platform to, to bash watchdogs one <laughs> but i'm just telling you Save I, it for your i hate watchdogs part one podcast yeah. with just you yeah <laughs> i love watchdogs yeah i hated watchdogs returned in i don't remember what i played after that but so now we're we're at PS4. Oh. We're not in the history anymore. We're in modern times. Yeah, we're present in modern day, times. We have day, gone next generation. Twenty nine years into the future from your humble beginnings yep. as an embryo, <laughs> thinking about the Genesis that they would be able to play one day. Ethan, would you like to go next, or should I just lay it down? Is Drew thick? Dick? We're in modern times. Oh, Drew okay. likes the Division Two. He doesn't. He wants he me loves, to play with him more. Loves that. I want you to play that. Yeah, we all want you to play. Technically, you're the lowest. You're the far end of that game, and you need to catch up with us before before I'll start playing. Travis needs to catch up. I'll do it someday. Yeah, right. When the mood strikes. Okay. I'm a moody gamer. Yeah, I can. I can go, and then you can end it out if you want to do that. Sure. Yeah. Go um, ahead. That's a time code. We're writing down the time codes. Keeping little track behind, of the little time behind the codes scenes there. Just, so I know how to you, edit you this probably down. You probably won't have this on as an issue. I'm probably going to keep this in, though, because my voice sounds so silky good, yo. All right. And Caitlin's <laughs> giggling about it. But now we're ready to get back to it Duh. with Ethan. So, yeah, my, my uh, history of gamings. Uh, Ethan here. Hi. I've <laughs> uh, been gaming for uh, 28 years now. Uh, I like to uh, I, I identify myself as a gamer. 28 years. You're 29. No, I'm not yet. Are you 29 yet? Not yet. July. So you were gaming at age zero. Yes. From the moment I exited the womb, I came out with a. Uh, I brought the nest with me. Non-existent <laughs> Game Boy. Uh, Game Boy classic. My mom kept asking, "Where'd that Amiga go?" And I, Amiga. I brought it in with me. Amiibo. Amiga. What's an Amiga? No, you don't know what an Amiga is. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. This joke is not landing. Mm. 
Is that like an old? That's an older console, right? It's in the generation of hardware before the the Nintendo Entertainment yeah. System, along yeah. with uh, certain Atari like an Atari's, machines. Yeah. Yeah. An Atari, we're we're hit and miss. A Lynx. I didn't even learn about the Atari sixteen hundred for a while. So, well, that's because that console doesn't exist. The twenty six hundred <laughs> would be the first Atari. <laughs> that's probably why <laughs> I didn't learn about that one. My experience with gaming probably started the same with Drew nineteen ninety. In a pillar. In a pillar. In a small IKEA. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I mean, I guess not 1990 because I was born in 1990. So, I, again, I, yeah, I wasn't gaming. Had to have been a two-year gap there yeah, where you didn't quite have the motor functions. So, to- <laughs> I guess, I mean, I remember my fir- the first time I played video games was probably my cousin. She had a Nintendo, like the, the gray box with the nest. With yeah, the Nintendo Duck yeah. Hunt. And uh, oh, she had the guns. Oh, she had the guns. Uh, she had like two of them. We played it together. What it was, about? It was awesome. The Power Glove. Never played with the power glove, but oh, that's cool. I yeah, do remember. Story does a really good power glove video too. <laughs> if you remember, the Super Nintendo had it was like a long, like yeah, the light gun. Yeah, yeah, that I a super scope, a, a, fr- a super scope. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was called. Uh, a friend of mine did have that, and I remember playing it along with like a Mickey game, and uh, that's odd. I'm not with it, like, but that was like just one what we were playing. Wasn't that also. one of like the drawing, like you could draw stuff in there or whatever? Yeah, or was it an there actual, was. Like, so it wasn't a platformer. Super scope to draw. No, there was stuff? A, this one was a platform. Was it okay? I the light scope might have drawn stuff. The light scope I remember was like for a weird almost. VR. That's a really violent game. way to let a kid play with art on a video game. Like it looked put like a, an put RPG. Put a rifle in his yeah, hand that's and what then I was thinking. slowly uh, draw your yeah, pictures. Yeah, it looked like, like a sniper or Colored a, in blood. a <laughs> rocket launcher. I don't know. Gaming starts... Yeah, it was with the cousin stuff and then... Whoa, the cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Cut that out. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but no, it just... Just reword it. I'll it's, edit it back yeah, in there. We'll, we'll, that. Reword that. we'll overdub but, that. Um, you know, playing with my cousin was, was a lot of fun. Oh, no, I did it again. <laughs> but seriously, and I, it was like with, with uh, Super Nintendo. After that, I okay. had my own Super Nintendo. Oh, and right. It was Super Mario World. No, Super Mario All-Stars. It had the compilation oh, okay. where it had uh, it had World on there, which was obviously the best one. Like you get the cape. The Yoshi was super green and vibrant. And I still think, yeah, the colors in Super Mario World look, still look really good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And, and it had one and two that I don't know if you would call those the remastered of Super Mario, but they were You're all about all stars, right? Yeah, they were remasters. Yeah, because I mean, was the, that like our first remaster? Honestly, I think so, because wasn't that, that they it took had, some of the NES games and brought them yes, up? It to had the SNES. it had Super Brothers. It had like Mario one and two, like the second one that was weird with the radishes. Yeah. Did yeah. it have lost levels on there? Maybe I think it did. Yeah, because that was to, I would have to. Look I think that, that was the whole thing where that was one of the first times that those levels had come over to the U.S. Yeah, because they were never released because they were too difficult. I remember that, I probably played that game for All Stars, the first greatest combination of video games all in a single cartridge or whatever. Like that was in a, like just like the orange box. That was one where it's like it was unbelievable at the time. Like how yeah. many games you were getting. I was too young to appreciate that it at that point. Well, of, of well, course, yeah. me too. At the same time, it's like. It's one of those things you look at now and be like, oh, Holy and it was shit. The, it was the I didn't the, know what I had. They fit all those things on a single cartridge. That was such a big like. Yeah, that was a well, cartridge was pretty big. No, well, you, <laughs> you a, say that, but like, oh, well, yeah, the car the physically physical big. Car, yeah, yeah, actual data on it. Not so big. And then there was a while there for after the, the Super Nintendo. Oh, no, that's not true. No, I had I had I got the N64 after that. I was a Nintendo kid. Oh, for I a forgot. Long... I had an N sixty four too. I was, yeah. a, I was an N sixty four kid for a long time. Yeah. Or uh, not an N sixty four. A Nintendo kid. Like mm-hmm. I, Nintendo was my. It was my my partner. Man, he was my he was my buddy. I, I had, had a... I had a lot of Game Boys for a lot of yeah. time. Like I had the OG Game Boy going back to the pocket, going to the color, to the OG Advance, to the SP. I think I ducked out right before. I had a DS, but that's whenever I the last one I really bought. Mm-hmm. A lot of older people kind of 
lost touch with their Game Boys when the DS and yeah, everything kind of came Yeah, I want to say that out. as well. But yeah, I had every every iteration of the Game Boy. The I don't know if I had the big gray one just because I think the color had started with to roll age, out. I, I, well, remember, it wasn't just the big gray one. They had the Game Boy Pocket that was still oh, I had black a pocket. and white. Yeah, I yeah. definitely had a yeah. pocket. I, we, yeah. it, if anything, I probably started with the And then the, the color adapted the size of the But yeah. I know I had the purple see-through Game Boy Color. Those are yeah, still so that cool. Was, yeah. That like was all the, the best one. Like like the old school Game Boys, just the color palette of of styles that I released was fucking insane. Pretty sure I had the the Pokemon Yellow collaboration Game Boy <laughs> that came. That was so y'all gave me shit a couple days ago. Well, maybe not y'all specifically, Ethan. I give you told shit me I had a problem stuff. because I have. I have six DualShock 4 controllers. Oh, I was giving uh, you no, shit about I that. I did not give you was shit about that. You? It was, that so it was me. Okay. I have uh, three. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I you, have a PlayStation anniversary that does not get played anymore because it's special and it's worth like over $100 on the internet. Oh, yeah. And then I have my my super dark blue one and then my black one that came with it. And I want another one. I blame I the Game backup. Boy Color model selection for my issues as an adult because I had a lime green Game Boy Color. I had one of those, too. Yeah, I had, a, I had the nice, lime green. That was really such good a good colors. green color. And then uh, I had the bright purple one that was actually colored in, not the see-through yeah. one. That was a good color. Purple. And I took it to school one day in my backpack. And of course, this is what, what, how old, like five, six, maybe elementary school or whatever. Yeah. Had a backpack with me, had been playing my Game Boy Color, put it in the backpack, walked into the the cafeteria or whatever, get, get some chocolate milk or kolache, whatever the hell we were eating mistake. back then, and uh, come back out, bag emptied out, Damn. Game Boy gone. That sucks. I have trust issues to this day Kids leaving shit worst. places. I know. Ugh. But I was so broken up about it for my birthday, which came up very soon after that. I got another Game Boy Pocket that was the purple opaque see-through yeah. crystal, whatever the hell you would call it, variation. And it looked so cool. And I liked oh, so it even more than my Lime And you were, I'm sure you color. were super careful with that one. Yes. No, that, that I one never left the house. Didn't take that out of the house. I took it to the daycare because the daycare... Closed community. Sure, you knew. I, there's some characters, the you shady ones you watch. This I don't, you don't have a bunch of like fucking fifth graders running around stealing shit because they're cool. Unless him yeah. and his mom planned it out, and then they picked him up right after they took it. Nobody's yeah, exactly. You find board. out. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. moms, check your kids' pockets. Yeah. <laughs> if you see their hundred dollar portable game console that you didn't buy for them because they can't buy it themselves because they have no income, yeah. please report it and. Lynch your child because that child should Whoa. be taking stealing okay. fucking. Wow. Okay. You get one from, chance. Uh, so you get one on chance one. and then you're gone. So anyway, I think I'm sorry. we were on the N64. Yeah, we were on the started <laughs> talking about yeah, lynching. That was, that was quite um, the. Quite the <laughs> talk about stuff when you cut there. out. Yeah, so I'm N64, not cutting that out. I feel N64 very strongly about it. was, and I know I'm, I'm going to get a lot of shit for that. I got a lot of shit for this, but the N64 was and might be the most average console. My favorite console. Ooh. Hot take. Av of my of like yet I don't know I just remember maybe it's just the fondest memories even if the I don't think the controller was that bad I, I think you people just didn't know how to use it it was it's a controller like they did tests on this Mr. Come on, Dark people. Souls just get like, good over here you think all those buttons were for nothing like yes God, amateurs just figure yeah. out what the buttons are for <laughs> maybe you didn't have such a problem I how mean, do you hold it what's the three handles it does, I don't have three hands it's for you and a buddy what is wrong what? It's got two <laughs> handles on the side because it used a thumb pad and the buttons like a regular controller. And then it also had an analog stick when you would use like the trigger. It made perfect <laughs> sense. It doesn't. I mean, anyway, it doesn't even make sense. I mean, now. what I was never a Super Mario. Or is that three? What is that? 3D? What, what was that? And Super Mario 64. Yeah, it was just Super Mario 64. 64. Yeah. I, I really wasn't 
I don't know. I didn't get that game. Yeah, neither like did the I. Jumping and the there was too free range of motion. Exactly. Or something. I don't okay, know. I want everyone it to take a moment. A, Hold on. Okay. I want everyone to take a moment. And appreciate that we were just told off that we didn't understand the N sixty four controller <laughs> when it was literally designed for Super Mario sixty four, the game that Ethan says he didn't get. No, it it That's was not true. specifically no. designed for that. Maybe yes, it's not us. us. I'm pretty sure it was. Let me see. It's you. Let me see. They had that game in mind. Miyamoto's got fucking interviews about that shit. Like they designed the controller around what he wanted to accomplish with Super Mario 64. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that I didn't understand, sir. It's just it's a scavenger hunt, and it's I don't know. It's not my bag. Oh, so you didn't understand like why, how to make fun from it? Not like you didn't understand how to actually I mean, physically I, play. I knew how to make fun. Yeah, out I of didn't really understand hunt. the no. objective from it. Whenever <laughs> I played, it's to collect it. stars. Oh, it's, yeah, it's very open. I mean, it's to collect stars, and then I, well, I guess it's to beat Bowser, but they're not really like. Well, I guess technically it's to get Peach back, but whatever. But um, yeah. So I, I was playing a lot of other stuff on the N sixty four, but that just wasn't. I know that's like the big Rogue Squadron. Yeah, Rogue, Rogue Squadron was another Squadron. one. Um, yes. Donkey Kong sixty four. Yeah, but which, if you think about, it, is actually just an, a bigger it's just Kevin, like Super Mario sixty four. The but they gave you, they gave you. I had, you had an extra year. Guns. You had an extra and year to and figure Diddy, it out. Diddy Kong fired peanuts at a hey, little pistol. You're missing. It was you're awesome. missing the best part of that game. Which one? What? DK rap. Oh damn. DK. <laughs> Donkey Kong. All right, yeah, that that was the come on one of the best intros for a, a video game it ever. Was. It was, it was so was catchy. The, um, you remember you had to get the expansion pack to play it. The rumble. You had to get the rumble. No, the, you didn't have to no, get the expansion the rumble, pack. The red one. You had to get the red. Was, like um, it came with perfect dark. Remember the shooter? No, yeah, I remember perfect, perfect dark, dark. It was the red topped thing, and yeah. you had to take out this. You couldn't play half the game if you didn't have the expansion yeah, well, pack. And Travis, you would have to tell me, explain that to me, because I wouldn't. What yeah, does so it do? Is it just add more RAM or something? Literally, yeah. And I know that sounds silly today. Um, it was <laughs> essentially the N64 had four megabytes of system memory built into it. The maps and the content and stuff in Perfect Dark, for whatever reason, there was another. There was a couple other games too. Yeah, there was a few games. Donkey Kong sixty four. That was the first one that specifically like. Like if you booted that game, it had up, it on the box that you needed. it. Yeah. If you booted that game Same up with, without the expansion oh. pack, it would basically be like, you can do this one game mode. Nothing else works. Damn. It was DLC an additional. It was a four megabyte Ram expansion pack. So fast, and, man. And oh, it is man, that's so much. It, well, I know it sounds silly <laughs> at this time, but it is. It's one of those things that like it's one of the cooler things that Nintendo came up with to expand their system, especially mm-hmm. the fact that that was plugged in through the controller, which means the controller no, this one cable was plugged in through the, was, the base. Through the console. Oh, was that yeah. one through the base? Yes. This was the red I'm top thinking of the one. rumble pack. Yeah. You got rumble pack. Okay, the rumble my, pack was, but this, my ignorance with the N64 showing, cause that was not my, my jam, but you were still correct yeah. about what you were saying. Yeah. It's the just, expansion pack itself, the amount of Ram and all I that. I see the rumble pack just made it rumble. Yeah. Hey, I'm all about the vibrations. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's great. Dude, it's Star Fox. Fox. That thing was a brick on the end of your controller. <laughs> like shit. No, you want to know is even more of a brick. Well, I guess the uh, rumble pack was definitely heavier, but Pokemon stadium, whenever it came out, it oh, had the, yeah. it had the, the uh, thing where you could plug in you your, your, your fucking Game Boy cartridge. Oh mm-hmm. man. Who didn't do that? Oh, that was so cool. Oh, dude, it was so cool. I didn't, I didn't do that. You oh. know what? Uh, <laughs> it was funny, though, because like, it didn't even like play uh, full screen whenever you did it. It would pull up like a giant in-game Game Boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then it would play oh, for that menu. Yeah, I would. Was uh, it? Did they also have the Super Game Boy, like a thing like that for the N64? Did, yeah, well, not... I don't know about for the... I thought the, you were talking about just like the little transfer adapter where you could like... No, I think that was for the Super Nintendo. Put, plug in your thing and put your Pokemon remember. from the game really into remember. Stadium. 
Because I know I know Super Nintendo had a Super Game Boy where you have this mm-hmm. whole thing you plugged in the console and yeah. you could play your Game Boy games. GameCube had that as well. I really yeah, just, Game Boy. Yeah, because they had a similar adapter and you could do Game Boy Advance. And, just, yeah, really exactly. But that Game was Boy a games. cord. That was no, but that was this, a cord and a CD. The the Game Boy the Advance, game? the Game Boy Advance or the GameCube one, wasn't it? No, it was a it was a whole thing like you stuck onto the bottom of the console. Oh yeah, the black it, thing. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it had, oh, a, it wow. had an expansion port specifically. Yeah, it was. For it was a black thing that just that. hooked up, and then you just slid it cartridge in right yeah. there. Oh, I do remember that. And it had like unique frames depending mm-hmm. on what game you're playing, wow. and then you could pick some more generic ones for games. That, that was a Christmas. That was definitely a big Christmas gift. But <laughs> getting back to the N64 and, and talking about good games, I think one we can all agree on again was Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Zelda's uh, Majora's Mask came out after that, which was another really big one. And you uh, said you don't like Majora's Mask. I love Majora's. Oh, Mask. you do. It I was, was, it I was just, you, again, you didn't like that. It was. I would say I didn't like it, but it's it's the wrong word. I, I didn't. The time travel. It thing wasn't just Ocarina was, of Time. A little more convoluted, maybe. I mean, Ocarina to me was really hard at my age too, just because mm-hmm. I was that wasn't where my mindset was at. But I got it. Like yeah. I got through it eventually. But Majora's Mask, the whole like going back and kind of repeating what you did again, it, the very slow progression of just a little bit over time and yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't resonate well with me. But, gotcha. But there's a lot of people where it's like, they like one or the other. So yeah, you know, I always liked the uh, tone of Majora's mask more, the darker tone. Yeah. yeah. Twilight princess. Yeah. Less skyward sword, less wind waker. Let's not go too far. <laughs> I always like, I like I had played Majora's mask and Zelda, but they never like resonated with me as a child. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're both, they're both really good. But so I guess after, N64. Are there any games I miss on the N64 that are really, really good? Probably. Tons. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty. Star Fox 64. Or there's one or two, maybe. Yeah, Star Fox is good. Like yeah. I said, not big on the N64. But uh, the next one, I, I still don't think I had gotten into my Sony phase yet because it was just, it always seemed like the PlayStation was more expensive than the Nintendo alternative. I, think I don't it know. Was. If, I don't know if that was true. I think but so. But I think for my, my budget at the time, mm. even though I had two Christmases, it, it just didn't, I could never seem to get that Sony. That Sony egg. <laughs> that holy grail. But I did have a GameCube after that. Loved the GameCube. And and I, I was subsequently getting, you know, Game Game Boys and like the first DS. The dual screen. The dual screen. But the GameCube is still beloved to me to this day for multiple reasons. One being one that I forgot, the the Game Boy thing. Like that my I Adapter. once I put that yeah. on there, it mm-hmm. never left my GameCube. Yeah. I, I I think back on my yeah, no GameCube. reason to take it off. <laughs> yeah, I think back on my GameCube and yeah, I did have a black base that didn't yep. wasn't normally there. Did you ever get into because I remember one of my favorite games for like the Advance? Game Boy Advance. Oh, yeah. Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem was great. Oh, yeah. I, I love the first Fire I never Emblem. played the later ones, but I played one of them really good. Yeah. Really it's good. Fun, great. Very tactics y. Mm-hmm. But I never liked Advanced Wars. Ooh, I loved Advanced Wars. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't about that. Was a, that was a little too tactics-y for me. That was the tanks, like the red, yeah, and, yeah. The red and blue. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. That was strategy. that was kind of when my my Game Boy days started to go slightly. Yeah, in college and stuff. Zoning out a little down there. Well, Advanced yeah. Wars came out in like oh three. It was a oh, tail two. end. Well, well, yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, yeah. There's so, there's been a few of them. So I think because no, I think it was there was only there was Advanced Wars one and two. I think Advance Wars One that might have been more early in the that was like I want to say that I really thought. came out like right as the GBA came out really yeah it might have I'm I'm yeah. fuzzy that whole time frame I'm fuzzy on uh, release dates and stuff like that Google it. with the portables and what was it Advance Wars yeah moved on from the Game Boy to your DS and then Game so you had the oh I, I, yeah so you had your Game oh because you were playing any Game Boy games on your GameCube no not necessarily I mean it was easier to play you know stuff on the go. And then right. stick yeah. to your game cube okay. when you were gotcha, at home. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, no, after that, what there was a it's probably a big dip in my 
playings. Uh, what was the GameCube? Let me ask, when did World of Warcraft happen? When did that affect your <laughs> life? It has to be around that time. So I never had a PC, so it was always kind of a side dealing that I did when I went to a certain place uh-huh. that I you know, had access to playing. But that was, uh, you know, that was like always behind the scenes. Yeah. And I never got that far. Like, I don't, I don't remember. Well... What? Get, well, you got pretty so, okay. deep in the world of Warcraft. So, okay, well, like, I got my MacBook when like, I got my MacBook for college oh, okay, in 2008, right. roughly. We, yeah. we put it on there and it ran. It didn't run well. Was, I'm thinking like high school. It. You were Wait, you were playing it in high school. World of Warcraft on your MacBook. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing and it ran fine. Well, I, you probably had a better MacBook. I had yeah, a, I had, had a like 13 inch basic. Bum. The lowest of the. Yeah. Low. How can I get out of this store? <laughs> with, with the still MacBook, leave with yeah. this product with that says Apple product on it. and it's a laptop yeah okay. but um so yeah okay that was that was 2008 and uh, until me i mean until we were doing like rich lich king rating and stuff but, yeah but nothing but so like, quite nothing a big. so a gap really between you getting the laptop and then not playing consoles as much well no i had the ps2 at some did, point did you have to install world of warcraft on discs did we partition that macbook uh so i think to get it running better because i don't know that there was a there was not a native no client not so for mac we yet. wiped no. OS X off yes, there we did. and so you just had windows on your so. laptop oh, oh no shit right. really yeah, yeah, yeah we were doing some oh, wacky okay. stuff back then yeah man. i say to this day like some of the best windows laptops are apples <laughs> i wouldn't i would never buy one i just don't need a laptop i would ne- but if i did buy one i'm putting windows down on that so thing like one, day one uh, immediately one of my old roommates uh, with my old mac in there he uh partitioned half the hard drive to have like xp on it just yeah, for shits we and did, giggles we partitioned it halfway for you start a, with a the partitioning yeah, 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 and then yeah. you realize it just feels just better didn't just work. to, yep. to <laughs> no half measures but no i had no, a ps2 and uh, you know like i said because i brought up final fantasy 10 when drew was talking about kingdom hearts uh, i played two or played kingdom hearts Final Fantasy didn't 10, my, Jack and Daxter. Didn't I give you one of my Plank. PS2s. You had one of mine for a while, didn't you? Yeah, that was like later the on. That the was, hard drives. That was, that was like, way after. Yeah, yeah. We we uh, we changed that one and made it better, and it ran everything, and it was glorious, and it and it. You can be honest. I hacked the shit out of it. Yeah, we used that the fucking, shit out of it. It fucking was amazing. We had that. I can't remember the name of it now, but there's this awesome like memory card exploit that you could put <laughs> on there, and then at that point you can throw a hard drive because it had a hard drive bay for Final Fantasy for your, 11. Electronically that, advanced. Yeah, like so the PS2, it always had like this empty bay where you could install uh, a broadband adapter and then it would also sit, it would fit a hard drive. And it was pretty much only used, I think, for Fantasy Star Online and Final Fantasy 11. But then if you installed it, it was, of course, this is a very small hard drive or whatever, but it was basically only usable for that. But you could leverage this exploit to have it be a hard drive that you can then have on. run homebrew <laughs> on. And install PS2 games and copy them from your DVD drive and stuff, so you don't have to have the disc in the drive. There was a lot of games that I basically wanted. the dream of like PS3 and Xbox 360, but like a few years before yeah. those consoles right. even yeah. came out. But again, that's <laughs> this this yeah. was right. later. Uh, we had like video players on it. We could put like our episodes of Scrubs on fucking that PS2 think, and shit. <laughs> that I think I network. also had like I must have had something else I was playing too that that was just like an extra. I remember. I think for a play. while you just had like your DS. You played that was like if you were gonna play games, you played your DS. Yeah, there was because I I had the PS2 for a while, but then it got the disc read error. Yeah, and uh, I just I don't remember what I did with it, but I didn't have it, and I didn't fix it at the time when there were known fixes on the on the web to fix it. Uh, I had a PS3, but then the disc drive stopped working. You've had bad luck with. The I've had bad. Yeah, as 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 loyal as I am to Sony, I've had bad luck with their with their products. But, really. Um, yeah. 
But wasn't then, wasn't like the equivalent to like like you know how Xbox had the red ring of death? Yes, didn't, that was didn't PlayStation of, Three have like an orange light or something like that. Nothing ever. No, it was just the, it was just the discreet error for the PlayStation. It's had 2. something quite equivalent to the red ring of death. Yeah, that was a pretty big epic fail for. Well, no, for I know Microsoft. that. I'm just no, I'm just uh, I was talking about light. Like, I mean, yeah, like, there's like, an like a, just everything has like an error code where yeah, like the was, light. There like was mine, nothing that wasn't fixable for yeah, Sony. Yeah, but by my fat PS3 the backwards compatibility one or whatever, mm-hmm. when it finally conked out it, yeah, it was the same thing. Okay. Like boot up the red light would turn orange. It would yell at me for a second and then it would go back into the right. Red light. And I think that was the yellow light of death. Cause you, you're hoping it's going to turn green. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't turn green. It turns yellow. <laughs> but that was, I mean, you had, that, that was way later. I, I ran that baby into the ground and probably, uh, let it just get a little you too were hot. sad when that died not angry that it would i think I yeah remember. it was it did it was it a did somber a moment good job yes. it i was think a we very were friends whenever it died i think so yeah because it was only a couple years ago because yeah. I, I dug it back out because i had a bunch of other hack the shit out of moments for my ps3 because i remember you wanted to play i wanted to replay uh, a bunch of stuff yeah. yeah what was that oh shit what was that game i went back and played nino cooney one that was yeah. a big one and then i also wanted to play uh the biggest reason for trying to dig it back out and start playing it was uh near that was I, the game i was thinking yeah of. i played near automata yeah i'm always unsure how to pronounce i've never had to say it live it was on a automata. podcast or something near tomato i've heard it pronounced by different people i've heard it pronounced by people like on uh digital foundry uh john lineman or i think is his name like he mm-hmm. he speaks japanese so when he says things based out of japan i tend to agree with him i, right. I tend to trust his judgment so i think he says near automata okay um yeah, when I beat that, that was just one of those games that was like, oh my god, it was so amazing. And I I knew I've I'd played near dabbled in it in the past, but that was when I actually sought out, like I dusted off the PS3, went online and saw where can I buy this game and Yeah, I remember you telling me about it. Yeah, I like drove yeah. into downtown Houston to get a used copy for a mm-hmm. decent price from a GameStop that yeah. it was like the one out of three copies yeah. in the whole city. <laughs> and yeah, that was why I dug that out was to play near. Yeah. And then slowly like played a few other things until she just couldn't take it anymore. She'd been out of the game for too long, got a little hot, very dusty in my house, very okay. dusty in the console. Uh-huh. I'm sure just overheated. And uh, old GPU needs to be reballed, apparently. If anyone knows how to reball a GPU, so I still have that PS3. Mean? It's sitting next to my desk. Uh, so the problem, we're getting off on another tangent. This is going to happen a lot. Yeah. If, uh, get used <laughs> to it, people. So one of the, the common issues for a PS3 dying and giving you the yellow light of death is that the console, it gets so hot that over time, the soldering agent that's used to put the GPU onto the motherboard melts again, mm-hmm. and it will melt a little bit at a time, and then you turn off the PS3, it cools off, it resolidifies. But over time, that melting can melt just enough where finally it melts enough for it not to make a, a solid connection anymore. And at that point, the system's basically dead, and you can either go get it repaired by a third party, which is the reballing technique, where essentially you take a super hot heat gun, hold the PS3 in like a certain way, and then remelt the soldering until it like melts back where you want it. But it's a it's a temporary fix. It can last for a month, it can last for six months, but eventually the system will die for the same reason again. And as you have to use this heat gun method, you're of course blasting the GPU itself and overheating it for a short term benefit. Usually it just once this happens, it's a it's a band-aid until it eventually you cannot Just repair died. it anymore. Yeah. Or you could have sent it back to Sony, but of course Sony does not repair those anymore. And it even got to the point where because I had the fat PS3 that could play PS2 games and everything yeah. from through hardware, not the emulation. Could it play one games? Every PS3 can play PS1 games. Yeah. Okay. Every one of them. Through CD or the PS1 classics. It was the PS2 games 
where the original PlayStation 3 units in the US and in Japan, you could play the PS2 games off disc and it literally had a small like a PS2 inside of the yeah, PS3. Yeah, I remember that. Uh-huh. And then the new revisions used software emulation the same way like if you want to emulate a game on a computer. Right. And so that's why that one was so special and that's why I wanted to try to keep it alive as long as I could. Oh yeah, absolutely. But so it's doesn't repair those anymore. Yeah, and it got to the point where even if you did send it to Sony for repair, they don't actually repair it. They're just like, hey, we're going to send you a slim. Uh, <laughs> and all, like, we're just going to nip this in the butt. Basically just, yeah. yeah, you're going to pay $200 for a quote-unquote repair, but really they're just going to send you a slim and that's it's not going to die because it's not a, wasn't designed yeah. like that. But speaking of slims, I never got a slim PS3. Only the fat baby? Yep, only the fat the baby. That's the one that died on me. Yeah. I, mean, I think we determined I got the 40 gig. Yeah. But uh, I remember when like 40 gig was huge. Oh, yeah, it was such a big deal. Yeah, Especially because it's, like, it's a lot of space. Xbox 360 came with the 20 gig, and then they released another model where like, you don't really need a hard drive. That's right. It's got like a 256 megabyte memory card so you can install your Xbox Live Arcade games. (laughs) One one Xbox Live Arcade game. I had a friend in college that had a hard drive list uh, 360. Yeah. It looks so ugly. It was like it was designed to have that little butt because it didn't have that thing on the top. Yeah, exactly. It looked like a hole. It looked like it was missing. Just an empty. It wasn't even like a hole. It was like a dent. Yeah, it was just like an indent. Yeah, an indention that was missing something. A space. An empty space. Plug something into me. But PS3 was good. I, you know, resisted. Was, yeah, was a thing. resistance was there was probably a couple other things i my ps3 i don't think lasted that long so i don't think i really there's a lot of things i missed out on probably from the ps3's life but i had a fat ps4 for a while ps4 has been good to me ps4 is a good yeah it's your baby lot, man lots lots of good stuff on the ps4 and then you know eventually you switch to the pro and uh You'd access to all that HDR and all the uh the all, every model of PlayStation Four supports HDR. Actually. You know I don't know what I'm talking about. Talking about that 4K. Goodness. Talking about that 4K, but you can't get that with that 4K TV. And I just got a 4K TV. Looks good. Oh yeah, <laughs> made the so, 4K jump. Oh, uh, the 4K jump is is it's not necessary, but it's, it's, it's once you do it, you can't go back. Once you do it, it's necessary. I remember whenever <laughs> I tried to make the 4K jump by myself, when I, Chris and I went to a, a Best Buy. Mm. And like I saw a TV that Not I thought was a good deal, and then I texted I texted Travis, and he was just like, "Why the fuck did you buy that?" No, he, and he was like, "You Don't. might hear about Chris a few times where I we differ strongly, yes. on almost all of our opinions on hardware. I'm pretty sure he makes bad decisions just to see if he can get Drew to follow through, and then tell me." <laughs> Just to make me mad. I think it's a, like a long, a, like a roundabout way of trolling it's a long me. Long ruse. Yeah. Let's see how much money we can get Drew to waste. <laughs> but yeah, I bought this TV and I, I took it home and I texted Travis and he was yeah he was like why the fuck did you buy that? <laughs> do not open it. Do not do anything with it. I will come over tomorrow. We are going to take it to Best Buy and I will get you. We a did better the very TV. next day. We yeah. returned it and we we're like put this money towards this TV. <laughs> and I think it was only like fifty or hundred dollars more. Boom. That was an important fifty to hundred dollar upgrade. If uh, that especially if it was only that little of amount to mm-hmm. get what I assume was a massive Oh dude from like my last TV that I think was only maybe ten eighty P uh was I don't even think it was it was one of those I, weird ones where it was like thirteen sixty eight by seven twenty eight or some shit like that. It was some weird resolution. Well, because I remember and the I game, couldn't figure out how to turn off overscan on it. That was the big one where I'm like why is the edges of the screen cut off? Uh-huh. And like you, like everyone else who's sane goes, Oh, I didn't even notice. And then it started slowly driving me mad. And I spent the next few, maybe the next year that we knew each other slowly indoctrinating you and convincing you that, you Oh, it's, to it's so true. And it was, uh, the game that made me really fully commit to final it. fantasy 15, final fantasy 15. <laughs> yep. I remember that great game. Well, sitting there looking great at looking game. Hey, great looking game. 
every Final Fantasy is a great game. That's a podcast for another time, though. Yeah, I have a lot of feelings absolutely. about that. I could, I could do a whole. We can, yeah, we can go into that for. We'll have. We're going to talk about yeah. more we're than gonna ten. Have, Ethan, we're going to have a Final Fantasy. <laughs> we're not podcast. just going to talk about ten. Ten is the whole. Great. No, we're going to start it from the beginning because I played one. Great, I beat one. Is great. Yeah, one's one of my favorites still. But so your PS4, yeah. current gen. Current we're again pro time travel twenty eight years to the current day. Yes, 28, something like that. It's great. All right, ladies and gentlemen, buckle. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> tangent Travis just as much as we tangent did did did. As a wee me. lad, age three, I oh, have Travis, the home video. Travis tapes is gonna have to a lot more it. of PC. Uh, age his, three, hot damn! In little, his stories, little Travis oh. in front of a keyboard and a very old CRT monitor playing Doom Two. Oh, at age three. I love my parents very dearly. <laughs> yeah, I start with the PC very young. Yeah, I remember start with first person shooters very young. Yeah, my dad he worked for Compaq as a low level systems engineer and programmer, so right. he did a lot of like debugging and stuff for a lot of software that Compaq would. For those of y'all who don't know, Compaq is now part of Hewlett Packard. Can you imagine the debugging issues versus then and now? Just it's probably worse now. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. Because there's more, more. I thought more. you were actually there's asking. More. This was a rhetorical no, question. More that, there's okay, more gotcha, 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 gotcha. There's more bugs now. So I played, uh, I had a lot of experience playing PC games as a kid. I didn't have my first console till quite a bit later into my life. What was your first console? My first console that I actually owned was the PlayStation 1. But, you know, I was making fun of Drew earlier for being a late bloomer. That was totally yep. uncalled for because I, I didn't get my PlayStation 1 until 2000. Thousand, but like you said, you were no. It busy. must have been ninety nine. But like you said, you were busy playing your PC. Yeah, like a, a lot of my gaming time was done on PC, and I was playing. Yeah, of course, all the anything from id Software. I was, you know, they're a Texas based developer. What did, what Everyone did they knows. Make? True, I'm ashamed. id Software is the. I mean, I recognize the name, but I yeah, just, that's the company behind Quake and Doom, and oh, okay. um, now owned by Bethesda. But you know, those are the guys that you know they put out Wolfenstein. They that all those franchises start with okay. them older titles like Hexen and Hex, um, there's another one in that series I'm drawing a blank right now, but also one of my favorite things and one of the earliest games I played from id Software was Commander Keen. Commander Keen was a platforming, mm. side-scrolling series. I think, I want to say probably exclusively to PC. It might have been ported to some other like smaller console at the time. Mm-hmm. But I played a lot of the Commander Keen games. Specifically, I think the fa- my favorite one that I played the most was Aliens ate my babysitter. So the whole <laughs> the whole concept behind the Commander King games is, is this little kid who, you know, he's doing like back he's playing like in his backyard or whatever, and he has this alter ego named Commander Keen, where he like dresses up like okay. Commander Keen. Yeah. And the whole game, it's always like what he sees in his imagination or whatever. So when the the baby like the aliens ate my babysitter, the aliens didn't really come down and he's babysitter, but it's like this his story he's come up it, with yeah. and it's like so he's playing through. When did you say you got your PlayStation Trump? I think I want to say 1999 because I I bought it just shortly or no I'm sorry so this is part of my gaming uh No you're you're probably you're probably cuz like you were you're born what you're you're younger than I am. No, I was born 1990 in August. You're older than I am. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what, I'm younger, but you but yeah. I didn't Ethan? physically buy 90, my PlayStation on July 5th. Or well, technically I did. It matches up like you were 10ish when you got the the PlayStation Yes, because it's only I, five years after it came out, I got the PlayStation shortly after I got the Dreamcast and I got the Dreamcast the Christmas that it came out, which would have been Christmas of 1999. That was my first game console. I got like 
at launch. I forgot to mention the Dreamcast. That was in the that was in the stages of after the that was sixty four pre PS two yes. for sure. Well, yeah. pre Game Boy for me. So that was what happened. Wait, I you had got a Game Boy really late then because we Game had Game Q, Boy. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I Game Did Q. Dreamcast come out before PlayStation two? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I had play, I had a Dreamcast, and then I got the PlayStation Two. PlayStation Two died. Kept playing the Dreamcast until something else came along. Right, probably until okay. the GameCube came. Yep, Dreamcast came out nine nine ninety nine. I remember my cousin campaign about. You think that. you're freaking clever, Sony? Sega. Sega. I remember my cousin. They has, thought they were. Uh, what I met. <laughs> Dreamcast, and I just going over there on vacations, and I just played the shit out of Crazy Taxi. Oh yeah, listen to Offspring and play Crazy Taxi. <laughs> But so a lot of my PC gaming uh, oh, that is a weird date. Played a lot of the <laughs> played a lot of the Commander King games. A lot of it. I loved Quake and Quake Two. Right, two hundred dollar. Yeah, Dreamcast. it was. It was. Sorry, I'm just. Oh, that's fine. And yeah, one of my other big games I played was uh, Ultima Online. Yeah, I was going to ask if you played like the Ultima games. I did. I well, I didn't play any of them except for the Ultima Online right. game. So my dad played Runescape. Ultima Online, and it was just one of those things. I see him playing it. This looks like something I want to get down on. He had like extra character slots so I could make my own character. And okay. As long as I agreed to never get on his character because he was very invested. He got so to the point where he, he owned like a ship in this game and owned a home and like would sign on different times of the day to make sure no one had like broken in and stolen shit from his in-game home. But I, I played Ultima Online. And that was my first taste of uh, RPGs and, and online gaming. I got into that way earlier than I think uh, a lot of Definitely people my age me. did. Yeah. Just because, you know, Consoles they weren't they were not online at that point. Oh, like the first not. online yeah. console was the Dreamcast, yeah. and even and then never it was went very limited. What's up? Oh, never went nights. Yeah, yeah. Play Ultima Online for a while, and then that. Honestly, I mean, I I played that for a little bit, but mostly I'm playing like first person shooters, yeah, like Quake Doom, and yeah, uh, all that shit. Yeah, played the first Half Life. That was a big deal. I had to upgrade my oh, computer yeah. to play that. Quake Three Arena is probably the game I would argue to this day that I probably have played quake three arena more than any other video game ever. Is that the one Rogan gets his dick all hard for? Yes. Joe. Ro- well, Joe Rogan, he was super into, uh, Oh yeah. I remember software him talking about well. it. He was yeah. the one we just played in the like, classrooms and stuff. Yeah, that was quake definitely 3, one of the ones quake that we, arena we figured something? out a way to like bring quake three on like a CD and then copy it onto the network drive. It, for I, don't our wow. I don't even know if oh, it was a man. CD. It had to have been like a little flash drive. Quake three arena was a huge game for me. That was like Ultima online happened to be online. I was not commute. I was a little kid. I was not communicating online with people role playing in this fucking RPG. I just like to make my archer and go and shoot at the little dummies and stuff and see the numbers go on screen. But quake three arena was the first one where it's make like the, the text chat and you're you're playing mods and custom maps. That was such a cool game because you could just, it was so freeing and that like a lot of games up to this time, if you wanted a mod or you wanted to do something special, this is baby days for the internet. This is, there was not these, there was no steam workshop. There was no, yeah. Dial up. Exactly. Actually, we had way better than dial up at the time because what was the next, uh, you could thing. get like ADSL at the time, which was just double dial-up. DSL, that's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, that could go that was up to 128K or 256K if you had two lines, which was a big step up from 28.8 modems or 56 modems. But we had fast internet at my house because the way that my dad's job worked, he had to mm-hmm. be linked up to Compaq. Right. So we needed a line that could work in case there was like some emergency or whatever and he, and he get needed on to be able to yeah, get into the network and help them out or whatever. So we had very fast internet for the time compared to what you were seeing in a lot of homes. And that was definitely something that like helped me flourish as far as my, my time on the internet and the things I was able to do. But one of the great things about quake three was if you go into the, uh, the servers 
and you jump in like any like match well there was no matchmaking at the time this is all people hosting actual servers private match yeah, yeah, yeah private no, server no matches that you just jumped into yeah it was like people hosting servers oh that room's full yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah exactly oh but you can spectate that was a cool thing too you go to a oh, full match nice. you could still spectate and watch cool. it play and yeah. then if someone dropped out you could jump in but one of the neat things was so you have like the stuff that was included with the game if you picked a server that was running a mod that you didn't have the game would just download the mod for you because the server that's hosting this game would be able to upload the files to your computer. And this is not just mods, but like custom character models, the actual maps, different, different game, game modes and yeah. uh, the weapon models and stuff. And so you could play like just your vanilla quake three, or if your internet was fast enough, you could jump into a fucking map. That's like somebody's kitchen and some dude's playing as Goku and another guy's <laughs> Shrek. Well, this is pre Shrek. Yeah, but wait you a got minute. Like, it's a little, you Hold know what on. I mean, though. Like, no, you got I different characters and custom models and stuff. Let me timeline that. Uh, wait might be, a second. Shrek's probably I, 2000s, but. No, I well, actually, because sure. Shrek is definitely. Quake 3 came out in 1999, but yeah. this was a popular. The next big Quake didn't come out till Quake 4 when the Xbox 360 was. I want to say Shrek came out in 99. Yeah. But it, it was so well, cool because you had you, would be you had mobs wrong, like so. Instagib where yeah, every Shrek is two thousand and one. There you oh, go. Fuck. See, that's God actually that's it. perfect timeline. I was I was totally playing a Shrek in Quake Three. <laughs> <laughs> you're playing you're playing Quake Three then Shrek. Like yeah, they added they added Shrek well, way the later. Take time but to come yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then come out day one. Everyone's got five thousand mods and custom maps and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you had mods like Instagib where everything was one shot kills, mm. and so that was really fun and very action packed. Rockets had, only. Yeah, you had um ah uh, there was. Oh, freeze tag. That was probably one of my favorite game modes. So this is basically everyone's weapons became, well, they would freeze you, believe it or not. That's uh, that's implied, I know. But it was cool because it was freeze tag and you'd, cho you'd choose the other team and you'd freeze them. And if they didn't unfreeze within a certain amount of time, that counted as a death. They would like crumble or right. whatever. But you could unfreeze your teammates by standing close to them and like guarding that area. Oh, for a certain amount So if you stay and you run, yeah, run down the timer, they thaw out. They don't get a death counted against them. And there were lots of cool, just different game modes. But Team Fortress, I think there was probably a mod for Half-Life's multiplayer as well. But one of the, the first time I ever played Team Fortress was a mod for Quake 3. And it was a full-blown total conversion, very similar to how you would play Team Fortress 2 today, where you had your spy, you had your, your tank, your scout, soldier, and all those and you had mission objectives and all the it was crazy the things that people were doing with Quake 3 buying that game basically meant you were buying like a lot of different games a ton of games yeah the modding community was insane another shout out like i don't know if anyone's ever going to know what i'm talking about when i say this but there was a mod called bid for power that was a dragon ball z total conversion for Quake 3 arena what and it was getting to the point where eventually toy uh, animation had it ceased and desist. Toy and so it, like the original bid for power got like converted into like some original IP, but the, because it's mods and you can't stop the fucking internet, someone else was like, no, fuck this. We're making this the Dragon Ball Z game. We said it was going to be <laughs> and, and like it had like 200 characters. Either you can look up bid for power right now if you want to just to see what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm kind of. But you could you were able to fly around the map. You had yeah, let me see the. You know, everyone's special attacks. They had mod they were capturing audio tracks. So like if you picked Goku and did his Kamehameha, it would play like the Kamehameha he says in like the movie or whatever. And it all sorts of characters and stuff. And I actually Quake three mod bid for power Dragon Ball mod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was this just it was recent. 
It probably still gets updates. There's I would another, not be surprised. There's an older one that's like from 2006. I think that might be the original one that but, isn't Dragon Ball anymore. Oh, no, it's Dragon Ball. Oh, is it? <laughs> Oof, this looks rough. It was very rough. It never. It was super janky. It, but it was cool because you got to play Dragon Ball games on your computer. Why is this gi so shiny? Oh, yeah, it was super weird. Man. Nothing is no consistency or anything, but it was super cool that like you could even do something oh, like that. Oh, wow, that was the, that was the newer <laughs> see the older one i'm sure there's still people like modding in like dragon ball super characters now and shit because it got to the point where because quake 3 is open source you can just like go download the engine wait is this it yeah that's the one man <laughs> that's that goku he got the shiny so effect because he's super I saiyan that's the newer one i can't it could be yeah they this, might have that's moved to an engine one, or what a new engine or some shit but not newer, anyway like i'm just saying this is my childhood right here this right here this fucking bid for power dragon ball game i can't tell you how much time i spent playing around with this in between other quake matches it looks like hot garbage but it was all we had at the time it was either this or like downloading japanese super nintendo roms to play and like honestly super like, it Butoden doesn't look that bad yeah, that's why i don't think like, you're looking at the right one the one i'm looking at is well, like polygons keep in mind together the smaller the picture the easier it is to hide the problem because that's how it looks except keep in mind too when you played quake 3 back then that little 320 by 480 whatever thing was stretched to fill your 16 inch crt so it was still that small when it's being rendered but now it looks like because oh, we're looking at this on a 4k television of course now what you want to do is you want to pick one of those pictures and then click control plus a bunch of times until it fills your screen and that's what it actually looked like anyway quake 3 was a huge part of that and then um around that time that was when i believe i got a dreamcast finally for christmas one year yeah that was definitely one of those things i was a shitty kid and did not appreciate it at all because i wanted a playstation because all my friends had PlayStation. I'd been to the buddy's Same. house down the street that yes. we played Marvel's Capcom. And one That's of why the, I was so excited when GameCube switched to CDs because I, I felt I felt like felt I, behind. I, I felt like I'd come into still the future. Out the cartridges. You know what? I, I do agree with that because I remember playing Spider-Man 64. Mm-hmm. And so with the cutscenes in Spider-Man 64, they were garbage. They were they were page based like yeah. comic book pages, but on the PlayStation version, it was yeah, full, full motion actors, yeah. disguised to yep. hide the truth. Stan Lee telling you the controls in the first yeah, level, yeah, exactly. Stuff. And I remember like seeing it on the PlayStation Lee, for the first it, time and hearing what's his face from. No, Stan Lee is the one voicing the intro of the first Spider-Man game. Wait. Oh, when did they get? When did they switch to? Um, welcome, web slingers. Yes. Welcome, true yes. believers. Yeah, welcome, uh-huh. true believers. When Excalibur. did they switch to uh, Excelsior? Excelsior, whatever. Excalibur. I don't know. Excalibur. Um, <laughs> definitely not Excalibur. To, what's his face from uh, The Walking Dead, or not The Walking Dead? Ash and the the Evil Dead. Bruce Campbell. Thank you. Probably the Spider-Man Two. Is that the first one that he? That did? was the. Those are the PS2 ones. Wait, he yeah. was in. He was, an, he was a narrator. Oh, was he? I didn't yeah, know that. Okay. He did cameos because yeah. uh, Sam Raimi's the director for that that trilogy yeah. of movies, and so that's um, right. Yeah, okay. he was, when people think about Spider Man Two, that's one of the that's one. Of was the he actually in the Spider Man movies, like as cameos? Yeah, uh, okay. he's the he's the theater attendant. And oh, you mean Sam Lee or no? I mean Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Yeah, the one I always point to is the movie theater. Or not the movie theater, the oh, play. Oh yeah, the where, ticket, uh, it, it's the been ticket so long guy. since I've seen those movies. Well, so. that's your fault. But uh, no, there's a that's the scene where Peter's You're trying to go to see Mary right. Jane's play, okay. and he's the one he's checking tickets or whatever. Uh, okay. like, uh, tie your shoes, and then uh, do you have a ticket? Oh great! Sorry, oh, I'm sorry, no I can't admittance. let you in. Why not? Uh, the play's already begun. And he points to, like the sign or whatever. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, so I got yeah. a Dreamcast. Was a shield kid, which is like 
kind of I don't think I like I didn't throw like a hissy fit that day, but in the back of my head I was like, mm, I told you I wanted a PlayStation. Oh man, yeah, looking back on your old fits? childhood behavior, you're like, man, oh, I was man. a fucking shithead. I hope I wasn't yeah. a shithead, yeah. but I, yeah. I, I looking back on some of our fights, I was like, oh, I hate thinking about those fits that yeah. you threw to get I know, something. Dude, I know in my heart of hearts, I was mad yeah. that I opened the Sonic Adventure case and not like fucking. Final Fantasy Nine or whatever, what I, I really wanted. I remember one Christmas I wanted, I think it was a Pokemon game or something like that. And I opened it up and it was uh, Star Wars Yoda stories. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> it says Star Wars on the package. He's always watching the Star Wars. Damn, hit and miss. <laughs> At least they tried. This yeah, was one I where mean, my dad yeah. went out of my way where he's like, I know better than you. This is the hot new product. Everyone's going to be playing Dreamcast 10 years from now. If only he knew. Sega's definitely not going to stop producing hardware because of all the failures that they made. As a Sonic's never going to go away. Sonic's never going to have a terrible looking fuck. I won't even get into the movie. But anyway, I, I, I remember I wanted a PlayStation and I was just kind of sad I got that. But the Dreamcast was even day one. That's one of those things where it's like 10 minutes later, you forget that you're mad and then you're like fucking playing Sonic Adventure and Crazy Taxi. And I actually had fun playing the big, Sonic Adventure like, games. Bass Sea Fishing or whatever because I, I got that the Gundam, That Gundam game, 0096 uh, or something. I didn't play was, that. Though. Oh, I did. One of the reasons I was sad I didn't get a PlayStation was because there was a, a Gundam game that was basically like a, a 2D fighter. Yeah. yeah. Gundam Breaker now, 1 and 2 or that's Gundam cool. something battle. There was also a really good 2D Gundam fighter on the PS1 as well. That's what I'm talking about. That's why oh, I wanted okay. a PlayStation 1 because I was super into like Gundam Wing and Dude, yeah, all these other games I wanted, I, but there was that cool Gundam That one. was one of the games where I went over to a friend's house to play. And yeah, and it had like all the Gundams from the different universes. Yeah. It was yeah, it's fucking so crazy. So this one, yeah, it, it was more original Gundam based, but like there was a, a view that you could go into that you were inside the the cockpit. It had a first person mm -hmm. cockpit. Oh, it was view. so good. You could see the whole thing, and on the Dreamcast, it looked real good. <laughs> and it even it had the pink beam saber. Yeah, that was just the sound and the look that you wanted from the show. Mm -hmm. That was enough for me. The gun firing, it was great. It had like it was more of the old style uh, Gundams with Zed or Zolt. What's the What's the bad, the Z bad guy? I don't know. Uh, I My forgot. The original yeah. one, but it, they were more mm. original based with yeah. their, their models. That's why and we stuff. need Andy Cortez from Kind of Funny on here. <laughs> Is he a big Gundam He's fan? the Gundam master. But it he's was like, a great. He's very into Gundam. Fun game. To, and it, and it, you know, it really showed what the Dreamcast could do. And yeah. that's, that's, that was one of the major games I played. Yeah, Dreamcast, it, it's again, it's one of those where you look back and you're like, ooh, that was such a cool console and I wish it went more places yeah. and more people got to play it because Jet Grind Radio, I'm sorry, Jet Set Radio. Oh, Jet Set great. Radio. That was Dreamcast. That Great game was game. really, yeah. really cool. Shinmu. I know. You yeah, guys I was about to ask if you guys played that. Shinmu. So I was way Power too young. Power Stone. I rented Shinmu. Power Stone. I've seen YouTube oh videos God, of yeah. that. Power Stone. Okay, Power I, won't Stone even, I won't even talk about Shinmu now. Let's Power talk about Stone Power Stone. One and two were just. I loved Power <laughs> Stone. Yeah. That was the game to throw on and have your buddies come over. If you had two controllers. Way too much pizza. You didn't have Power Stone. Because wasn't it? It was a four-player game too, right? It was up to four players. The first one, yeah, the and of course it it, it tickled my Dragon Ball thing you because I love Dragon Ball at the time yeah. and there was one dude who was clearly Goku. Yes, he when he because, transformed. Yeah, the whole I, if I you never played my, Power Stone, Spirit Bomb. Let me and set all. the stage. If you have never set the stage, get it because it's a fighting game. It's a fighting uh, game. If you've never played Power Stone, it's you've got like a kind Transition of a, an isometric view of the stage where you're kind of pulled back a little bit and it's up to four players and you're in this little arena and you're beating the hell out of each other. Everyone's still got health bars but and stuff. But you can also like run around. Yeah, you can run. Yeah. It had like Super Smash Bros like items and stuff on the stage where every once in a while 
like a, a, a weapon, a sword would spawn or Basically a shield a or a, a gun. Like a, not a, a side scrolling super smash. Basically yeah. like a, Again, a stage. Isometric. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of pulled back a little bit. And as you're playing, these power stones, these gems will spawn. Guns and weapons? Yeah, oh, it was man. awesome, yeah. dude. You, know, you pick up Bombs. like the hammer, like shoot somebody from across the stage. It's very like a, like just like a four player battle royale kind mm-hmm. of thing where and that was always what's fun too is you get put you get you're sitting with your friends you're like oh let's team up against this guy and then you're fucking each other over it's good fun and an Overwatch level of like character designs like yeah these, yeah these, everyone these was very animated are, you actually kind of had like little story cut scenes and stuff everyone in the yeah, second each, game more each in the character second had like yeah like an actual story in the line. second you had full blown like yeah story mm-hmm. campaigns and the in the first one it was really just like yeah pick your fighters and do like an arcade style thing so the second one uh had and like more of a story, story mode second one had like yeah like a story mode you'd run through yeah, wang and, tang like, is the goku character this weird like crafting system and stuff it, it was fine but it was just it was not as because it, it was the thing you had to do with a sequel back then you couldn't just do like pull a tech would just like make it look a little Power better. Power Stone, more the demo was on one of like the some demo CD. The custom, like yeah, the, the demo CD. I remember playing that demo was enough. Yeah, it, it was, was like so there was a taste. But so you get these Power Stones, and after you collect three. Basically, you, depending on your character, you get a uh, a power up, and you turn you like your character model changes. And the guy that was uh basically Goku, he doesn't Wang, look like Goku. Uh, uh, Wang Tang, he yeah, does not look like Goku. He's at like all. a Chinese version of Goku. Yes. He's got tied back shorter hair, but he turns Super he's Saiyan a, when you get all tail. three of the gems, and his hair spikes up. And his two super abilities, one is the spear bomb, and the other one's a Kamehameha. And also, like he's a ponytail. It's yeah. straight up. I hope this. Yeah, I hope in this video you get to see it because it was one of the back in the day. I was like, this is a, like, a like straight up rip off. Yeah. This is blatant, <laughs> so blatant. Yeah, even the meat is like Toriyama esque with the bone yeah. and uh, how it sticks out. But yeah. this, this game was so or fun. shonen. I guess that's a shonen style. Yeah, right? very replayable because again, it's just one of those when you add the items Look and stuff, everything can go in different. Shit right you can pick there. up stuff and fl- sling yourself around pillars and do like power pulls and stuff and just. Very advanced for its time. Very cool. Oh, oh I hope he gets the gym. Please get it. Yes. Okay. This is what you're going to get to see. Oh, no. He, he got it's ticked a, hard enough to so lose it. So it's a three okay, gem thing, and then you did like a double oh, trigger. Shit. He just went Super Saiyan. Yeah, yeah. You do a double trigger with the, the back two, and you just do transform, and oh, it's just... It's uh, I like how you still remember the combos. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, 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 it was like a, a great, like easy to learn, hard to buy. Yeah, it was an he easy, fucked it up. He fucked up super easy game to, to pick up. And play. Yeah, it, it was just very fun. Yeah. And yeah, I remember you could turn like the second one was definitely the better and more stretched out one. It, it was just, more refined. It, it just had too much it, junk as far as like the whole. Like, oh, I think it had just enough crafting. It items built on every. Oh, I forgot about the crafting. Yeah, 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 it was almost more RPG ish. Like it, RPG light. It was is weird. Anyway, that game was awesome. But Love it had. Dreamcast. But I meant it had the item like customs like where you could just fixed which items you wanted to show up and stuff like that. There yeah, was a lot of like, I want to fix what's going to show up. There's a there lot of cool you could, smash like, brother stuff. before. Smash you could put like a piece of pie with a sword and then get like a no, kitchen because knife or some shit. I don't uh, Dreamcast came after N64 and N64 introduced smash. Correct. Yeah. Super Smash Brothers was the original Super Smash was before this. Yeah. Before Power Stone one. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so speaking of like games that you would uh, that came on demos, mm-hmm. one one game that I used to play all the fucking time whenever it came out uh, that came on the uh, uh, Halo disc, yeah, fucking Fusion Frenzy. 
Yeah, Fusion Frenzy was cool. I yeah, used that's to go when I'm surprised they haven't done like a uh, like a remaster, or even just like an like Xbox. You can get it on Games thing. Pass. I know, but that's not. This, I mean, not like a remaster, but like just bring that back. Like they could, <laughs> that would be cool. That and one v one v one hundred. It's like they're just sitting on it. It's like in their back pocket in case. Wait, what's one v one hundred? Oh man, it was this awesome like quiz game thing where you played online where you had one person. It was on um, Xbox. Yeah, uh, it was like a battle royale trivia game almost where you have like one person gets to be the host and then you have a hundred people connected to you. If I'm remembering correctly, I, I didn't play it a whole lot, but I, the stuff I see, oh, apparently I Microsoft is bringing it back, but this was also from a fucking oh, this year some, like, news video. Yeah. This okay. was a shitty channel. I, whoever you are, you glad you should be happy. <laughs> I didn't see your name on YouTube. Playmaker two. Don't out him. <laughs> Come on. I was giving him an out. You're right. Anyway, I'm sure his channel's fine. I just, yeah. I don't want it popping up. Time code. What one v one hundred is? Yeah. So Dreamcast. Yeah, you got the Sonic games. You got Crazy Taxi. You got your your Shin moves. Oh, so that was one I rented when I was a little kid. Played it for like three hours trying to figure out how to get out of the opening area because this Shinmu? is a, yeah, this is like Shinmu was unlike any other game in my from what I remember. I remember at the time, it being like a cultural thing, like in, in, it in was gaming just so because different. It was so, yeah, exactly. Like almost like open worldish because of just all the areas you can go. Obviously it's like hub based, but you can go all over to these different towns while you're walking around. You could go. The biggest thing you could go into buildings, any game you ever played at this time, didn't you didn't pe- just open doors. Didn't and go the, in. Like the actual people in that game have like a next schedule. They had schedule. schedules. Yeah. yeah. Like you yeah. would only they see had certain lives. people. You had to get a job. I thought in that game was another whole thing. You had to go get a job, like moving boxes and stuff or something like that. Yeah. That was part of the story. Cause like to, to find a certain person you had to like, yeah, go down to the docks every day and get a job moving boxes to like make friends. And that would eventually give you some hints on what's happening with the person you're looking for and shit. It was, that was a crazy game. But like as a kid, not knowing that I'm supposed to like that's go not, in moving boxes isn't fun as no a kid. I wasn't anywhere near yeah, we're talking that's like 10 15 hours into the game Jeez, the beginning yeah. of the game is just like leaving your house and like walking down the street <laughs> the and then you've got to like go into some building where like the the people that run the Chinese restaurant tell you like have some tip for you but I know you can go into buildings <laughs> so I'm just like running up and down the first street in this area thinking what the hell am I supposed to do next and yeah, I was this. I was like, this game's terrible. I'm gonna take it back. I don't. I want to play more Sonic Adventure. Wasn't it like? Because uh, wasn't it like started the uh, QTE era QuickTime event? Yes, that was that. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's fuzzy. I think that was the first big game that like yeah had QTE. So your action sequences and stuff. It, it had God actual. It had actual like virtual well, fighter God of fighting War mechanics. Really brought it into like the mainstream. God of War was later. Shinmu well, came out like no, uh, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't saying that it was the first. Oh, person. that I was, was saying. Yeah, no, that I was saying yeah. another example. That was like probably one of like the first yeah. critically acclaimed games that like really like took that to the next level. Because yeah. the the Shinmu ones are very janky. Yeah, like it just <laughs> you, some of them. It's like you're better off just looking up what buttons you're supposed to press and memorizing them than trying to read it on the screen. As really, it's happening. yeah, it's just one of those things. How did did they ever get the Shinmu remasters? Yeah, okay. uh, they're sitting on my PS2. I mean, sorry, PS4. Yeah, those are out. They actually run really well. They're I sitting almost, on your PS2. Oh, that was the first that, time I actually played that, Shinmu. That still kicking. This is the first time I played Shinmu um, almost to completion. I got stuck at the end because uh, apparently I didn't do enough like training, like to because again the systems in this game are like oddly deep, where you have to like train certain moves and like use them in combat a bunch of times till you uh, can to build them up them more quickly yeah. and stuff. 
And so by the end of the game, I'm in this fight where you have to fight like 99 people in a row. What? They're like all coming at you. It's a crazy game. And uh, I always get like to the boss part of that. And he just whips my fucking ass because all my moves are so slow. <laughs> get good. And I'm not strong enough to like knock it like to to make him like knock back a little bit and chain get, in a combo or you whatever. You can't go back and train I'm just some more? Real, no, because you're at a point where it's like I'm I'm locked in. I don't have like a, a previous save that I could have like gone back a day or two because oh, all of this is on like a time schedule too. Like you have to get certain things done on like certain days. Or Defeat final boss time. by four p.m. my Friday. Yeah, exactly. No, it basically <laughs> is like that. And I'm so I'm already like in the area and I, you can't go back because I'm already like locked into this event that's happening. <laughs> that sucks. But um, having a hard time thinking of any other Dreamcast games I played at the time because like I said, I didn't have the console a whole long. Did you play Crazy Taxi? Because, yeah, Crazy Taxi. We had yeah, that at the said, beginning. He said yeah. Crazy Taxi. My sister and I loved Crazy Taxi. That was our. That's one of my best memories of playing games with her because that was very much like a trading off thing. Yeah, exactly. Or like it would be one where she'd try it a couple times. Like I just can't do it, and like it would handle like, here, sure, me. Yeah. You don't have you don't have fond memories of Sonic Adventures. Too? She never has been into those kind of games where you have to like control the camera. How about you, Crazy Taxi could get. No, I I played Sonic Adventure. I, I said that. Yeah, well, I have fond memories of Sonic oh, Adventure, actually. I remember, I mean, it's I not a good game. I rebought when but Battle I came out on yeah, GameCube. Yeah. I had that as well. Yeah, I played yeah, same the fucking here. Battle one with that yeah. weird co-op mode. Did you ever play Shadow? Shadow the Hedgehog? No, I never I did. did. I never played Shadow He's the edgy as fuck. He, he was, was like, edgy. He Didn't spoke he have to my a inner motorcycle and, and pain. Guns. Didn't he have like a yeah, machine gun? The black and the red just screamed emo. Yep, I definitely played those. That was not on Dreamcast either, though. We're skipping ahead. Yep, that's true. We were skipping ahead. I was just talking about Sonic, I traded in my dreamcast for gamestop store credit to put towards a playstation one not a playstation 2 yeah, wait a minute i wasn't patient enough to wait for the ps2 to come out i was like who cares ps2's coming i don't know anything about playstation 2 games i have all these playstation 1 games so i want to play today mm-hmm. oh no that was still i'm so glad i had a ps1 because i got the slim it was one of the first experiences of Travis hacking shit and making it do things he wasn't supposed to do because you could get the little, you get a boot CD and a spring that you put the spring in the disc reader the right way on the PS Slim. And so you could close. fucking janky shit? Oh, this was a genius. So the way this little hack worked was you'd get this spring that sat at a part of the disc tray where it would detect that like the tr- like you know like the it Everybody latches on and close something everyone, yeah, everyone write this down but basically the way that it worked is it would trick the console into thinking the disc tray was closed but the spring would let you reopen the disc tray while the console thinks it's still on and reading the software that's on the disc and the software was basically this boot disc that would just load a tiny file into memory so you could open the disc tray it would stop spinning the disc and then you'd put in the game you actually wanted to play close the tray hit boot on the thing and the PlayStation is none the wiser. It doesn't know that you open the tray because normally if you open the tray, it boots out of the menu back to like your memory card memory menu or whatever. Uh And so that was what I used to play imported games. 50 first dates and Gamora is star Lord together. I don't like that. That's not that funny. That's yeah. That's not funny enough to ruin this awesome story. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I didn't ask you to stop. Funny is in the eye. I I had to process. I had to visually process what was happening. I didn't want to have dead air. You ruined the flow. I didn't know the ruin, flow is not ruined. I, I still got okay, so PlayStation imported yeah. games. So I started spending way too much money on video games at this time because instead of being able to buy something new in the store, mm-hmm. I had to buy it new online at Japanese prices <laughs> oh, and get and them imported. Inflated, inflated. I'm talking like 90 bucks a fucking PS1 game plus Fuck, shipping. Man. But, and I saved up a lot of money to buy these games. Imports so. were not 
That, this was yeah, it was harder. Back this was hard well, to do. Yeah. It, I, mean, I mean, it's hard. I, now. No, it's still, I, if you the day like, of our simulcast and uh, simul dub. Oh yeah, but still, yeah, if you go just, to like cdjapan.com right now and you try to buy like the Darling and the Franks Blu-ray set from there, you get like three episodes for eighty dollars. Like it's still, it's like back in the day VHS prices for us if you wanted to import these discs. Anyway. I was buying stuff like the Dragon Ball games because there were Dragon Ball Z games that came out on PlayStation that were never brought to the U.S. One of them was like Dragon Ball Final Bout, which was a very terrible fighting game, but it was Dragon Ball, so I wanted it. Importing different like RPGs and stuff and like reading about like because I was subscribed to um, I don't know if it was Game Informer or PlayStation Magazine or what, but I was I subscribed to something and they would always have these articles about like these games coming out in Japan and like early review copies and I was like, ooh, I, I want this. I don't know if it's even going to come out. Like, I want these games. And so I would save up money and, like, buy these games and use this little boot CD to play the Japanese game on my U.S. console. And then eventually that also led to being able to um, download illegally. And you were talking about with the, the Slim with this But one, you can't right? prove it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember doing this with the well, a friend of mine had the boot up disc. Yeah. yeah you could download DBZ. Games. Some of the only DBZ games you could play. Yeah. Download these, put them on a disc and then like play other games. At, Cause at this point I was like, I did my time. <laughs> I've been importing Japanese games for two years now. I paid my dues. I'm going to download <laughs> fucking Chrono. Yeah, I remember Trigger. playing the, the DBZ game. It was just one where you were It's like ultimate battle 22. Where I just remember like, him having the blue gi. And him being an adult. Oh, that was Final Bout. He was an adult still. Yeah, that was like the, it looked like the shittiest version of Tekken you can imagine. Uh, And it was super janky. And I never figured out how to do ultimate moves on there because that game was terrible. It was really bad. But I had to have it because it was Dragon Ball. Right. Of course. And it, was some of the and only- it had a really cool like G because it, it was by the team that was animating Ant- Dragon Ball GT at the time. Had this cool fucking like custom OVA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pull that up on YouTube if you can find that and look at it because the art was really so, cool. What was it? Final Bout? Yeah. Dragon Ball Final Bout didn't intro. That, didn't that? Oh, you're talking about the intro? Yeah. Just like the opening FMV. I was saying, didn't an OVA for one of those things come later? Because I know they did something like that. Maybe. Could have been. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, so I was importing PlayStation games, playing a lot of those. The first game I bought when I got my PlayStation was Digimon World 3. Wow. Yeah. That's a throwback. Ah, uh, man, I wanted to play that game so bad because I had seen the other, and it was so much better than I thought it was going to be, too, because I wanted to get, like, Digimon World because I had seen that on a friend's console. But if you know anything about these games, from Digimon World 1 to 3, they should have just called it something else. Digimon World 1 was like a Tamagotchi thing where you like have to tell them when to poop and like don't forget <laughs> to not feed them or they'll die. Right. Whereas poop. 3 was like a Final Fantasy style like RPG. I think I remember this. 3 was awesome. But yeah, I, I had that. This was like a... That's when I got into Street Fighter for the first time. I had Street Fighter uh, 3 Alpha. Nice. Wasn't that all the Final Fantasy games? I played those. That was what... That That's was the one thing where, where they like came in and added characters. Yeah. And was that the first one with like the boxer? Uh, Zangief? No. Zangief. Oh, is, um, I know who you're talking about. Maybe. Zangief has always been. I'm not so into Street Fighter that I could say like when they added certain he characters dropped and Alpha, stuff. But, so I figured. Yeah. Well, I just knew Alpha was the version I had. That's all I know. That was like a big, um, like, a con- that was an arcade. Oh, yeah. Con- that was like God. one of the tournament edition things or whatever. Alpha came out. Um, it was like, it changed, yeah, it the, changed the, the intro game. video. It should have like, oh, should, if you okay. type intro, because it, it had like a cutscene that would happen before. If I remember, it was just a big one because it changed the meta just because it introduced like new people. I don't know. But I, I just, can't remember for sure. I liked Ken and Ryu and I played I liked fighting yeah. games Hadouken that was when I got into the Final Fantasy series 
And that was what was so cool about the PlayStation at oh, the time. So angry was you had like access to every Final Fantasy except for I want to say like four or one of the weird ones that never came out in the US. Because you could play Final Fantasy Origins, which was the first two that came out on the Nintendo. Mm -hmm. You could get Final Fantasy Chronicles, which was Final Fantasy Four and Chrono Trigger. Then you had I think there was another collection that had five and six maybe those remember. might not have gotten ported i, I, I didn't play the exactly. first original ones until they re-released them on the game boy Advance. Same here. yeah, yeah. they released too. like one uh, and two, one and two. And but yeah. then of course you had seven eight and nine of course did you ever run through all like the bonus dungeons on the first final fantasy are they, they with a guide i i, I oh, think okay. i just got too busy i think i just got too busy yeah so that was a huge part of my gaming history at that point was just finally getting introduced to like rpgs and falling in love with the Final Fantasy series. It's and just funny you didn't fall down the Pokemon hole. Oh, so like, you didn't play uh, Donkey oh, no, Kong 64? Oh, no, I had a Game Boy. Yeah, okay. no, I don't remember the time frame. I was going to get into all that. <laughs> I didn't like it in 64. Donkey Kong 64? That was the best RPG. No, I don't. I, I, just, I, really, I, wouldn't call uh, I didn't have an N64. I didn't really care. Um, oh, no. Well, I had an N64 at one point. I didn't have it very long because I remember I got it because I wanted Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Snap and a couple other things. But like basically I played those and eventually I, I think I traded in and then used hey, the you money Pikachu. to buy like more PC yeah, games or something. Oh, man. Hey, hey you Pikachu. Pikachu. Yeah, oh, you know, it, know exactly what you mean. The classic. Oh, no. Pokemon. Pokemon. I mean, that's a different kind of RPG. It's slightly like. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, Again, it's baby's first like RPG, intro, but, for sure. But yeah. this is what, the one I mean when when I think of like the more fantastical RPGs, like the like Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like those Pokemon's and RPGs. Final Fantasy games are on a totally different scale. But, yeah, because it's like a like Pokemon's like a pet manager, but like an RPG, you yourself, like your main character. Like yeah, each you're one leveling of you has your character. There's a, deeper, yeah, yeah. there's a deeper story. You're yeah. dealing with yeah. equipment and different gameplay mechanics and stuff. But that yeah. was what really got me into those, and then. A, of course, that was down the rabbit hole of like Legend of Dragoon. And yeah, I was Legend about to Mana. ask if you played that. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, if you didn't play Legend of Dragoon, you had a PlayStation back then. What the fuck? I played it, but I never That beat was it. a first party game. That was a big deal when that came yeah. out. I was reading about that in magazines for a while. I what, I was it Legends that. of Gaia or something? Or I think that was one of them. I think that was um, one of the ones I played. Uh, Tales of Symphonia. Did you ever play the Tales of series? I played Tales I, of Symphonia for GameCube. Yeah, I never dabbled too much into it, but I, I think I played Vesperia with Lloyd. I don't remember too much about oh, it. I do. Yeah, cool. I like. I, I remember. I like the battle system of it a lot because the combo I, system was cool. I don't remember the combo system, but like the battle system, like it took a twist on the, like uh, battle random system. battle encounters. Oh yeah. So like yeah, you would uh, they pop up in the overworld. Well, yeah, like yeah, they pop up and you go into like the battle screen, but you wasn't turn based combat. You no, all was, your characters was, attacked attacked from the attacked from the left, and you had the enemies come from the right, and it was kind of like a uh, real time, real time, yeah action game at that point that, i mean chrono cross and chrono trigger and ones that i never i games. still never, never played those yeah, yeah i want to get them they're all good chrono trigger yeah that's one definitely is, is that like, with zach which one is zach zach is a character in final fantasy 7 oh didn't he get his own I crisis core crisis that's the ps sorry that's what i was thinking of crisis core sorry different chrono yeah yeah <laughs> chrono was dragon ball z uh what's his face character designer right yeah but uh, somewhere before and during and slightly after this time, I did have a Game Boy. And I did spend a lot of time playing my Game Boy. The mainline Pokemon games, of course. Pokemon was a red. And then I had a Pokemon Silver. I liked Silver more than silver uh, was Gold. Cool. That was the one I picked up. Did you get that. Crystal? I had Yellow. I had Crystal. Um, I didn't get Crystal at the time. And then those two, those were the ones I think that was pretty much the end of what I played with for Pokemon. Because I didn't really play. I, I might have 
Do you even I, remember what I the, was playing different games by the time Advanced Do you remember around. what the next stage after Gold and Silver uh, was? Wasn't it Ruby and Sapphire? Yeah. Those were the first gen yeah, on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, yeah, that's where I kind of dipped out. Fire, Red, and Leaf Green. And then I was about remakes. to say later on they did that one, and then yeah. they did Black and White, right? Mm. No, something else after that. Uh, did they X make and another y was one before it? Black no, and White, wasn't it? Nope. No, I don't know. I don't care. I'm not into Pokemon. I'll probably play the new one, but it, anyway, it's one of those things like it had Travis a, dipped out of Pokemon. It was early. a time and a place. I definitely put a lot of time into it, but you know, one day when you wake up, you put on your big boy pants, you start playing real RPGs. You just don't really feel like <laughs> you can you play them all at anymore. the same time. It's that's fine, but uh, you can. But you're probably better off not because these games so are way better. Hit, Do you have more we time? hit your PS3 yet or no? No, y'all no, won't let me get close. past PlayStation. I know. It was yeah. really obnoxious having I got a whole other two-hour podcast. Interrupt, interrupting me. <laughs> I'm going to... Hey, I've been very good about being quiet and sitting back doing yeah, my best. I've, I've been interrupting, so I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, the more uh, altered you seem to get throughout Drew, the podcast. Drew had the least amount of interruptions. He, I literally sat back and let y'all fucking talk about some fucking Tales too. of Vesperia for like three too. minutes just now. I let y'all sit back and talk. Uh, anyway, no, I definitely had the Game Boy. Uh, Game Boy is fun. I'm too young to, or I'm too old to remember how much I was playing and what all too I was playing young. at the time. I know I played one of the fucking Mario games that I, I had on there um, for for like my Game Boy Pocket and Game Boy Advance and all this, sh- I'm sure. Oh, there was what was the one that launched with the Game Boy Advance? It was one of the Super Mario Lands or Worlds or something. That was a cool one because that came out. And I have a funny story with the Game Boy Advance actually. So uh, when I got that, that was another Christmas present. And did you have the purple one? I did. I had the purple one. I had two purple ones. So the way that that happened was for Christmas. My even, grandparents came right there. Boom. Yeah. My purple. grandparents came to visit us and give us Christmas presents that they did most years this year, though. Apparently, it was a bit of family drama that went down because my grandparents undercut my parents and they brought me a Game Boy Advance. And because they weren't going to be there Christmas Day, we had Christmas with them a couple days earlier. Uh-huh. And one of my presents was a Game Boy Advance. And my dad was furious. It was just called Super Mario Advance. There you go. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Dad was furious. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. He had like this ordeal where he had to like stand in line at a target for like eight hours or some shit to get a Game Boy Advance. And like, I think what ended up happening was the. Oh, it's an adaptation of Super Mario 2. Yeah, I remember that because there's. Yeah. uh, I just remember being very fun, very colorful. Birdo was in it. All, yeah. those, all the colors There's on the no Advance. Light. That was so cool. Color was fun. That was, uh, yeah. uh, but so we, I got this uh, Game Boy Advance a couple days before Christmas. Dad's furious. One, because he had to stand in line and wait all this time. Two, because they spent like $150 more than they had to, my grandparents, because they are not, they had the money to not wait around at a Target. They just bought it online From a on eBay, and it was the Japanese unit. So Emmanuel, I opened the box and everything's in Japanese and stuff, but Game Boy Advance is region free, depending on the game you put into it, because the copy of Super Mario Advance that they got was from the U.S., so we were worried we were going to turn it on. The game's going to be in Japanese. I'm not going to play it. No, but it was luckily totally region free. Because you buy a PlayStation game that's like from another country, something that PlayStation's like, what's this? Well, no, it was like that at the time, too, in the, in the, oh, you're saying because it was region locked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't think any, I think it was basically just that, like, they didn't have the hardware to, like, region lock those. It wasn't until <laughs> the DS where they were able to be like, oh, yeah, we can tell you what you can and can't play now. Basically, my, uh, we just gave that, uh, the, well, my parents got to my sister. And so she had a Game Boy Advance. 
And then we, uh, I don't remember how much she played with. I think eventually it just became my alternate one. Like when my batteries died or whatever, I could go take hers and play that, play the game on that one. Instead. Yeah, I know. I took my brother's Game Boy Color. <laughs> but I don't remember a whole lot about the history of what I was playing at that time. Uh, I know Game Boy is what got me into Mega Man because I didn't have a home console that could play the Mega Man games at the time. And so I had Mega Man on my Game Boy. I had Mortal Kombat. Yeah, there was a Mortal Kombat port that was on there. Ooh, let's talk about Mega Man for a minute. Yeah, because that, that was really what got me. It wasn't until I got the PlayStation where I could play one of the battle, series. Battle Network? Oh, mm-hmm. Battle. <gasps> there you go. There's a Game Boy Advance game, game that Game was Boy. incredible. Those kept yeah. it going for I, a while. I man. played that up until like the third one where they tried to pull where the Pokemon bullshit where it's, you got to buy two different versions yeah. of this fucking game. And I was I like, remember nah, that. I'm, yeah. I remember that. I'm that done, was, Mr. That Nintendo. I'm out of here. Yeah, I, I, there's probably a lot of franchises where I played the first time on, on Game Boy because I, I did spend a lot of time up until I got the Dreamcast. Like I, all I had was the PC and the Game Boy. But I remember more about my gaming experience on PC than I do Game Boy because a lot of times Game Boy, that was filler time. You're not at home playing the Game Boy. Yeah, it's like, out. oh, you're passing time. You were doing you were somewhere else. Yeah, you're yeah. We're going on vacation. I'm stuck in the car. I can either hit my sister or I can play video games. So I'm going to play video <laughs> yeah. games. Yeah, all that leads to finally being able to get a PlayStation 2. Something with a CD. Yeah. Well, no, PlayStation 1. PlayStation oh, Dreamcast, yeah. yeah. And my computer. Yeah. <laughs> I was way ahead of you <laughs> with the CDs. <laughs> CDs. Wow. I, I only, moved from floppy disks. PlayStation to, 2s are on the CDs. I had floppy disks up until Quake 3 Arena came out. we talk about out, floppy disks? And then I had... <laughs> can we talk disc. about The Sims? That's the other big game I forgot about go. on my PC. That's a, I, that's around a this time, I started PC playing game, The Sims. Yeah, yeah The Sims. Incredible. I love. I still love that Sims series. Two I hate how much nickel and diming you get done. Oh, Sims One was fine too because that was another game that yeah, had all these mods. You could do all these different things. You get a cheat codes. Two. And Sims Two was a big one too. Yeah, the cheat codes were fun in the. Sims. I just remember yeah. the Sims Two being like the, you know, yeah, the stream. But I, I think PlayStation Two was definitely like my PlayStation Awakening. That was the console that graphical uh, sexual awakening, graphical <laughs> spiritual sexual. Yeah, that was an awesome, awesome fucking was, video game was console. Very sexual. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, it was the hot, Sleek, leisure, shoot, sexy Larry. console. Yeah, leisure. What? You could put DVDs in that thing. <laughs> yeah. You rent a DVD. Your parents are like, you can't watch this. This is not for kids. And I'm you like, well, you're not going to return it to tomorrow. So I'm just going to wait until y'all go to bed, <laughs> grab that damn DVD, and I'm going to see what's <laughs> up. I'm going to see what y'all don't want me to see. I remember watching Reservoir Dogs on that thing and like fucking uh, Reservoir. Uh, what was it? Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Uh, the Resident Evil movies. I had those because uh, those were some rentals. That was that was a cool one. Yeah, PlayStation 2, man. Uh, a lot of fighting games and a lot. Again, the RPGs. That was Final Fantasy X and Kingdom Hearts and all the big Square Enix titles. PlayStation 2, man. Like, yeah, yeah king of RPGs. There's some, there's mm-hmm. some gems on there. Definitely the king of RPGs. Was very into, again, all the, of course, all the Dragon Ball Z fighting games and stuff. Anything with Dragon Ball on it was awesome. Except for Dragon Ball Sagas. Even that, I know, was terrible at the time. It's the Budokais and the Tenkaichis for Budokais PlayStation were cool. 2, right? Yeah. Tenkaichis were cool. Mm-hmm. Man, I feel bad that I'm drawing a blank. Obviously, I played Shadow of the Colossus. That was a huge game for me. Mm-hmm. I love Shadow. I never played Eco uh, until like I the remasters came out. To play Eco, it just now it's I go a back. Very here. different. Now That's, I go back and it's 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 obvious to me. Yeah, but back then it's like you want me to lead this girl? What? Yeah. Very artsy fartsy. Very avant garde game. Yeah. Video yeah. game. Yeah. Shadow of the Colossus is great though. Yeah, I, Shadow of the Colossus was another one of those like. WTF moments for games like when that came out that was another I didn't know games could be this big I didn't know you could interact with things this way 
real game changer. Yeah, the music and the how cinematic that game was and everything. Of course, you got the God of War games. Same, you got same thing. All the that. good Just, Grand Theft Autos. Wow, yeah, three, Grand Theft Auto. Vice City, San Andreas. City, Everyone was into Grand Theft Auto, of course, but like yeah. Vice City was the to this day the only two Grand Theft Auto games I've finished are Vice City and uh, Five. Nico Belli. and Vice City, I've replayed a few Nico times. Belli. Like, I don't know what it was that grabbed me about like the whole '80s aesthetic Vice of City, that game. It's just cool. The soundtrack, the colors, yeah, it's a very cool, nice vaporwave aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's but the, the it's like, just very very cool. You talk about that's uh, the best way to put it. Yeah, Vice City. Like most people talk about San Andreas because like the internet has just this hard boner for San Andreas. San Andreas is a good game. Yeah. It was, and there were so many cool things. The San fact Andreas that like you could go cool. and make San Andreas. Like, make I'm CJ. Not, I'm not saying it wasn't yeah, no, a bad yeah. game. Yeah, no, I'm, like, I'm saying work out you, to yeah. stay buff and be able to run fast enough and for long enough and you could make up super fat if you had to eat fast food too much and stuff and but also it was just so infamous because of the hot coffee thing was vice city wait that, hot coffee was, was that San Andreas? Por- yeah that, that was oh, that's right okay. is that the porno thing? i forgot yeah. about that yeah it was, like yeah, it was basically it was this you could activate like a cheat code yeah, on the no, console versions or yeah on the pc yeah. it was just like a file you change i think and, it was it was hot coffee that i think really uh because then hillary clinton well, like, went on like a whole but like page okay, of just god like of video War, games effects on kids and yeah. one of those god of war had a sex mini game in it but it was well it was all it was just all scene yeah I mean, yeah, but that was one of those things where it was probably off screen because but there was they put moaning. It, sure, but the the way that that works is that this is the way. So we're gonna take a stroll through memory lane. The reason that we have the ESRB today is because when Mortal Kombat came out and we had a video fighting game where people were ripping their heads off and it got blood all over the screen, hyper violent. We hadn't seen a whole lot of stuff like this in the in a space where Nodding kids are playing head, video game consoles and they want these games. Big hoo ha. People lobbying to like we gotta we gotta do something about these battle video games and stuff and eventually skipping a lot obviously but the industry as a whole kind of came together like we don't want the government coming in and regulating this we'll 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 put a stop to this and they built the ESRB so that they could have labels on video games that said this one you should only play for seventeen and up because it's got violence or sexual content or whatever this one's safe for your ten year old to play because the worst thing you're gonna see is that it's it's spooky sometimes spooky. there's a spooky level. But yeah no that's the reason and i couldn't play conquer's bad fur day yeah but so when you play a, when you release a god and of then War, i got to play it and i was like this is awesome the esrb goes through you provide a list of all of the content that's in this you let them like level skip through and look at everything that's in your game they attribute a rating or if it doesn't meet their guidelines and they're like oh this is a little too much for even a m-rated game we'd we'd only be able to give this AO, which like stores don't sell AO games. Basically an FCC, but slightly different. Cause you also have it's just to a body that like FCC. looks at this and they're like, okay, we need this way. We can be upfront about it's what's in this game on the package. Yeah. The problem with uh, hot coffee was that that was not, they were not upfront about that because it was, it was something in the game. It yes. was in the code, but it wasn't something you could access in the game. And so it like, flew under the radar. Could you do it as a console user. Yes. yes. That was the thing. You get like a game shark and oh, activate okay. it that mm-hmm. way. Um, and so that was a big deal because this was not something that the ESRB had cleared. And then also they, they probably more more than likely they would not have cleared it if they had had it in the game, because this was like, full. this was not off screen. Like if you use this mod, it was specifically a scene, like a sex. I've seen the video. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, you're having sex with a lady. Yeah. Like, so that's, that's the the prostitute. Yeah. 
God of War having an off-camera thing. That might have even been there. Like, hey, we want to have this like sexy where you press the buttons. They're like, haha. But Andrew, that's you funny. know what I'm talking. But about. like, we got to no, have yeah, this. Yeah, I played through those games. But it's then again, like, it's just like it's. I mean, it's more of an implying with the God of War thing. You no, know? it's not implying. Like, it's you know what's heavily happening. Well, yeah, 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 like yeah. two girls are there, but there's still you a difference. Take them off screen, and then they scream your name. Well, and even then, it, it contains a QTE. Yeah, you're like yeah. literally. It's yeah. the difference between having no, some moaning see, sounds yeah. in a movie and I then also having the, like exactly. someone's cock hanging I out on the screen that, on but it's like, for I'm minutes. just saying like it's still like the one in the God of War game should have been just as upsettable. No. No, because it was no. it was content that was cleared. True. Yeah. That's the thing right, is that right, you have right. to go into the ER, ASRB and we were like we said full nudity is not okay. Like yeah. we said that this is this is a guideline that says this moves it into the I guess you could just say they're category. playing a game. And then it makes the ESRB look bad because it's like, well, they they wouldn't have rated it that way if they had, if it had Fair. been up front. Yeah, no, I get, I get what you're saying. And it's yeah. also like, you know, Rockstar wasn't even behind this. There was a reason it was cut not in there. This is like some programmer that left files in mm-hmm. there or whatever. Who knows if it was ever even going to be in the game. That kind of shit happens like it was the time. Even, like like he thought they might know whatever would even find it or something. Yeah, it could have been whatever. like a small thing between the programmers yeah. or whatever. Like, we how, don't, how we just thing. don't. Know. Um, but yeah, so the, yeah, Grand Theft Auto big games uh that was a big tangent yeah yeah very big tangent yeah i mean i'm, I'm sure i'm forgetting a lot ratchet the whole ratchet and clank series of course jack the whole jack and daxter yeah. series some awesome platformers on there sly cooper uh which i sly forgot to, which i forgot to mention was one of yeah, my sly favorites. cooper yeah insomniac games right was insomniac naughty dog oh wait sorry sucker punch was sly cooper oh, okay. actually yeah they might have sounds sucker funny. punch yeah they're working on ghost of tsushima right now that's gonna be fun ghost yeah. of sushi tsushima 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 uh no naughty dog was the jack and daxter series of course crash bandicoot yeah crash bandicoot, crash bandicoot. playstation one also fun but that was more of a that's a game i never played on the ps1 that was a game i played in target I was waiting for my mom to finish picking up milk. Did and you ever eggs. play? You ever go to a McDonald's and they just had like I think it was in sixty four. Yeah, yeah one kiosk like one of the McDonald's over here. It was always yeah, broken or something. They had, yeah, they had like that little game station thing they tried oh, to do for punch, a little bit. Call. Yep, sucker punch. Yeah, so PS two awesome DVD player. I think is the gist of all of this that you can watch. Basically, PS two yep. great DVD player and, and the uh, king of RPGs. Yeah. On from there, you know, we had PS two for quite a while. And then came the PlayStation 3. And now this is the real shit, everybody. I we kind of mulled over this during my segment. I saved where up. Where Travis explained about his. For months. His PS3's end life. When they said 599 US dollars, I was like, cause I would have given you 700. But you're a good guy. I know you're doing me a favor. Giving me this awesome video game console for a measly $599 plus tax as a 16 year old kid with no job and barely makes it a scratch doing chores around the house, but uh, it played and no PS2 prospects games. and it played PS2 yeah, games. Played so you carry your whole life off oh, yeah, backwards. So. Compatibility underrated feature. I hope somebody thinks of that again. Underrated. Everybody um, wants that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't overrate something that doesn't exist. Sony give us backwards compatibility on PS5. I want to play my PS2 games again. Anyway, PS3 saved up so much, cost me so much money that I couldn't buy a game for it for like the first three months (laughs) that I had I just looked at it. It was just so glorious. No, it had PlayStation Store. Like I said, I could play my old PS2 and PS1 games on it, all the ones that weren't imported, and I could play... Uh, Demos and shit. Demos, yeah. I could download the Resistance Follow Man demo, and I had... I had enough money to buy a Sudoku game and <laughs> yeah, uh, Sudoku Super Rub a Dub. I played that a lot. 
and uh duckies, little duckies yeah and yeah that console man that was so many games i put so much time in that ps3 and it was not just like it took the dream of the ps2 being a media center with the dvd player and everything and really expanded on it like this thing had network capabilities so you could stream videos from like blu-ray the computer over yeah, to blu-ray. it had blu-ray disc Every, well, well, not everyone. I had an Blu-ray H- player yeah, available. I had a, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh-huh. I had an HD TV at the time too, so I was even actually able to take advantage of that. I had a very early HD TV, but yeah, PS3 worked great on it. Man, you had a whole generation of all sorts of new games. Rock Band, Guitar Hero. Man, that introduced talk about a some whole party thing. Games. That man. was that was a thing. Talk about some party games. Yeah. Obviously, this was on 360 as well. I think even Rock Band 2, I had already like started buying these kind of things on Xbox 360. But you got the Resistance trilogy, which Halo is obviously the game that people talk about in that generation. The Halo 3 and and Reach and just a good a solid. Four. But Resistance was awesome. Yeah. Resistance 3, for my money, better than Halo 3 great story like the it, yeah the, the first one a little less so but like two and three is, had, they, three is one of the best games of that generation as far as i'm concerned yeah and I, I think a lot of people didn't play it just because sequel itis where it's like oh if i hadn't played the earlier games it's it's gonna be hard for me to understand or whatever so those were games i definitely uh, rented <laughs> <laughs> like nothing 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 bad about them i had no, fun I know, and just, i played it comes the, off a little worse yeah you're you right it did way. yeah <laughs> But yeah, you had God of War 3, of course, huge game. Final Fantasy 13, which we were talking about that the other day, that was such an important game in my mind. Like I I know we got a lot of flack at the time. I loved Final Fantasy 13. So many games. The Infamous series, yeah, I loved Infamous. Oh, yeah, Infamous was great. This cool. is the generation that brought you Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Which I know, I especially Creed. the earlier games, a little more controversial. I loved the first Assassin's Same Creed. Here. I, had, uh, yeah. the I still remember the first E3 trailer where the they showed that the with the live action series one. Yeah, Uncharted. I know. Oh, shame on me. Yes. Yeah, I think I should have brought that up you. like immediately. Surprise you. You wouldn't even let I me know, talk. That you, was like a launch you stopped window. though when it hit you. You were like, oh, I'm fucking so charted. sorry. Oh, Didn't my even God. Think about it. Naughty dog, dude. Uncharted. To this day, <sighs> you have still tried to get me to, to play four. Have yeah. you not played four? He still no. hasn't played four. What the? F- How many fucking times have you beat Bloodborne? <laughs> um, <laughs> Enough to have the platinum for it. Enough to have the platinum. Play yeah. four. God damn it. It's so good. It's worth it. Let's see. What's, I, what's I another feel like I'm Moto ashamed Storm? of myself. I have the it's a good one. Motorstorm was a great launch good. game. Yeah, Motorstorm uh, and then Apocalypse. I played that a lot. I played both of those. What's Apocalypse? It's just a sequel to Motorstorm. Oh, okay. Motor, do you remember Motorstorm? Yeah, I do. I remember playing it like like again, like in Target or something. Who was was that Evolution Studios that made that Motorstorm? Same guys that made Drive Club. Pull it back up. I want to. I want to test there, my can, knowledge there, but also there um, also was, uh, some well, some revolutionary stuff. Uh, Little Big Planet, yeah, Little Big Little Planet. That, that was, started a whole kind of thing. That was a big mm-hmm. the whole begin Mario Maker uh, wouldn't be here without say? Little Evo- Big Planet. Evolution I'm throw that out right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah, because they did the they did the Motor Storm game. Published by Sony Drive Company Club. Entertainment. So. Um, Pretty so yeah, that was a name. Uh, what is what do you call that? Sony Company Entertainment published it. So first. That's, yeah, Evolution was a first party. Yeah, first yeah, party. They were first party. Yeah, Little Big Planet, man. That was mm-hmm. so PS3, 2006. We graduated high school in 2008. I think Little Big Planet probably came out in, it was, was it 2009? Or I the want to say 2009, 2008. Of eight. Something in there because when I was living in Chicago, mm-hmm. Little Big Planet came out. Tara and I loved that game. Okay, uh, so October. No. So fall 20. 
Fall yes. 2008. Yeah, yes, yeah, October. Yeah. Okay. October. Yeah, we played a lot of, of Little Big Planet. That was one of the first games where it's like everyone in my apartment and like probably half of the floor of the apartment complex I lived in because we had a studio apartments that were housing through the school. Yeah. Everyone had a character on my PlayStation 3 for Little Big Planet. Oh, yeah. Everyone had a custom sack boy or sack girl. You're all just like playing together and yes. making levels and stuff. Uh, we, I, I, my friend Jonathan made a lot of levels. We didn't, I think it was Jonathan. I had somebody, I had a friend up there that was making levels for sure. Okay. But um, a lot of it was downloading levels and playing the other people's stuff online. Mm-hmm. And Little Big Planet had like a story mode. Like it had a campaign. So there was a lot of stuff already in the game. Yeah, you're right. It did. So yeah. it was kind of, it was fun to just do their like platforming levels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little Big Planet and Rock Band were probably the two big like, Let's get people over and let's fuck around. Yeah, Rock game. Band for sure had a yeah. lot of fun with that. Yeah, like I said, like everyone had their own individual characters. Yeah, that's something I forgot about for the PS2 generation because, of course, Guitar Hero 1 and 2 uh, were all on PS2. Maybe 3 as well. I think 3 might have been. No. The Last of Us. It might have been cross-gen. I think, I think three, it was probably cross-gen. 3 was on, I think it came out on PS2 and 360. Yeah, yeah The Last of Us, of course, from also from Naughty Dog. That's one that I know Drew knows that like he's fucking loves that game, but that was one that took me way too long to finally beat it. I, oh, I thought it was too hard for some reason. One that was just like a big deal. Yeah, I remember you saying that like, you know, that just lasted for a while. Uh, the Batman Arkham series. Yep. That was a big, the fighting system in that I played one those on 360. A, they ran better on 360 and I had both. But the, the fighting system, that, that combat style really changed a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, that was, that was definitely one that, yeah, we call that Arkham style fighting now in games like Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, what, what's another one that does it? Um, recent it's, um, yeah, I can't think of it right now, but yeah, either. it's, it's definitely one of them where it's like, Ooh, we call that Arkham style combat the being able to hit tap O to evade. And you know, this is the mm-hmm. combo system and everything. Spider-Man kind of. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man. Arkham Combat. Yeah, good call. That's exactly what I was thinking of. That was a long generation. I got my 360 around there. series. (laughs) I got my 360 around that time as well, a little later than the PS3, and that that was my first Xbox. Of course, the Halo series is big on there. Gears of War. One of my favorite stories Mm. is uh, involving Ethan. Gears of War, I remember. Is a a Super Bowl Sunday that we were all hanging out. Me, Ethan, uh, our buddy Jared, and we were all like, ooh, before the game comes on, We'll go to McDonald's and we'll get those like 50 nugget things that you get the bucket of nuggets. I'll take eight and the fries or whatever they come with it. And then the drink, I think it was me, Jared, Ethan might've been a Zach or a, a Zach, Ryan or Zach. a Matt or somebody. Maybe, uh, I can't remember who our fourth chair was for sure. that. Jared and I being somewhat intelligent, only semi gluttonous eyes as big as their stomachs decide, Ooh, we'll split a 50 chicken nugget, bucket. which is a reasonable thing to do. And we each get our own no large, large fry. Themselves. Yeah. 25 nuggets over the course of a, a super bowl Actually, game and a pregame. Yeah. That's a lot didn't of food. Yeah, somebody, you, you, you can reheat them. They're fine. Didn't yeah. somebody, Oh, it was Zach because he just got like a chicken sandwich. He's like, but, I'm not fucking, I'm not <laughs> an no, idiot. I just want to say somebody eat like, a whole box by themselves there. It wasn't me, but, it was a hundred percent you because we were all playing years <laughs> no, no, of no. war. I, I'm saying, didn't somebody eat a whole box, a whole fifty nugget yeah. bucket? The person was you. <laughs> I did. You <laughs> ate and it. Ethan, I'm going to tell box, you why I? you might have been <laughs> no, delirious. No, no, no. I thought I didn't and it finish this it. Out of your- I thought I couldn't finish it. And I was just like, oh, I thought I could do that. And I got to like 20 something. <laughs> well, did you no. eat yourself into blacking this out? So here's the Probably. thing. Ethan said he wanted one to himself. But I don't think I finished it. Anyone who knows Ethan knows. That he wants his own thing. Yeah. He doesn't want to have to split because what happens if he splits it and he needs a little more? Yeah. We we can confirm. We can confirm. Yeah. And so this combo is 50 chicken nuggets and two large fries. 
And Ethan, we sit down, and of course, this also means he's got twice as much sauce as everyone else because he gets to pick all of the sauces. Yeah, Ethan, are you a it. sauce queen? Oh, I love sauces. He immediately <laughs> dumps both things of French fries into the nugget container, <laughs> just kind of mixes it up so that he can get nugget really and chicken in this. You don't remember it because you got so deep. I don't think you finished it all because I don't again, think I did. the fries I'm were the falling sure out don't. of this. The well, fries yeah, were the fries were your fries fries were the defeat yeah. because you're going you're to town on this bucket i should have started with the chicken we're nuggets. all done already and you're still eating and we were, the whole plan was we're going to play gears of war co-op <laughs> on like the hardest difficulty and we're going to try to beat ram by the time the right. super bowl begins okay and we're all Tough playing task. and ethan had been eating my mom is she will t- she has told the story before too I don't know. she has to come into the room oh yeah and take the bucket away from ethan because he's like on the floor i wanted to finish his it probably stomach like white in the face and like basically that's him for the rest of the super bowl like so travis has a really bad case to embellish but he's not he's not no, that in this case he's not probably that far not, yeah he's probably not that far off my mom she tells the story. Definitely did not she finish. had to take the bucket from me. that's probably true because i was gonna i, I wanted like, to power through fine ethan, ethan no ethan <laughs> you can't, we can't, no, you can't keep floor. doing this ethan ethan no give me the bucket ethan give me the I bucket i wanted to do it i wanted to, I wanted to finish but but that's my gears of war I, story so i, I know. do remember i my stomach hurt massively <laughs> i remember a massive stomach ache yeah. So that that was around whenever Gears of War One had just come out, I guess, because that was the game we were playing at the time. Whatever that was, that who's was that, that year's Super, that Super Bowl. I think it was me, you, Jerry. No, uh, who's the team? Oh, who knows? We didn't. I don't think we actually watched the game. We watched we back then. We watched remember. for the commercials. That's true. It's we watched commercials. Coke commercials. Yeah. yeah, it's all about the commercials. But if anybody knows anything, I love McDonald's. McDonald's, please sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that McDonald's ad read. What is it? But 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 I regret this. I'm doing it. Uh, so rest of 360, I'm going to breeze through that real quick. It was like the Halo games. Crackdown 1 was really fun. We all only yeah. bought it because it came with a demo for Halo Reach. And then, uh, <laughs> and then it turned that. out that Crackdown was actually pretty decent. Yeah. The rest of them were not. And, uh, you know, we had Viva Pinata. I was very into that for some reason. Wasn't that just like kind of like you an raise RTS a farm about, of Piatas, yeah. Pinatas? Not even RTS. It was just it's like a little Wild farm. And you have, yeah, you me. have a bunch of Pinatas yeah. and you... They roam around there Mass and effect. bring them into your farm. Mass Effect. Yeah, the man. Mass Effect series. I actually, I I told this before, I only recently played and finished Mass Effect for the first time when I played it backwards compatible on uh, Xbox One because I just did not enjoy it. I don't know what it was. It was a little janky. I, I didn't like the, the RPG mechanics and stuff. First time I really got into Mass Effect was Mass Effect 2, and at that point they were putting them on PC. So I, I played that on uh, PC and then used that character on Mass Effect 3. So I don't really count that as the 360, but it is that generation. And most people probably played them on uh, Xbox 360. As far as temple games from that, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, somewhere in this time, I was, I was still playing a ton of PC games. Uh, Jared and I were playing Ragnarok Online. That was our big game in high school. It's kind of like this anime 2D sprite, semi 3D uh, RPG thing that we didn't pay for. We just played on custom servers and a lot of that crazy yeah, shit. That, yeah, that sounds really familiar. Yeah, I played, uh, got way into Counter-Strike when that came out. And, of course, Half-Life 2 breezed past that. But that was, of course, a huge moment for PC games. And Were you all into Gary's Mod? No, I never got into Gary's Mod. Um, I didn't really do a whole lot of mods for Half-Life 2 outside of uh, Counter-Strike. And then eventually Team Fortress came out. And I, but I was never super into that. It was, it, it was mostly Counter-Strike. Jared and I played a lot of Counter-Strike after, uh, like, when we got done playing uh, Ragnarok Online, when we stopped playing that one. Yeah, man, at that point, 
almost just playing a lot of PS3, and then I guess that skips us up to PlayStation 4. We're back to modern times. PlayStation 4 was the first, not the first, but I I, I waited a year to get to PS4 because it was definitely one of those. When they told me I couldn't play my PS3 games on it, I was like, okay, well, that means I have no reason to buy this right now. And Yeah, it took me a while to get to PlayStation 4. Yeah, like most of the launch games were shit that was still coming out on 360 and PS3. It just looked higher resolution and not a whole lot. High. Like it, it, th- Those were all games I could just play on my computer if I wanted to anyway. So I didn't that was not a selling point for me. I didn't buy my PS4 until uh, destiny came out. Yeah. I remember. Cause that's the time whenever around the time we met. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I was, uh, I was working at Alamo draft house and finally got the PS4. And yeah. Cause I remember some of my money I was making from that. You were really know. excited. You were like, Oh yeah, I got the glacier white one. Yeah. yeah that mm-hmm. sweet, sweet glacier white. Sweet, I still hate that you white. waited until Cause is that one, was that destiny two? Is that what you got the pro? No, this is just a white pro. It was just the white pro. Yeah. Okay. Because I know they did a bundle with Destiny 2 with the White Pro, but... Didn't that have stuff on it? Oh, no, I'm thinking of the God of War one. The Destiny one, they went with the all-white again. That was the yeah. same thing. I think there might have been a special edition Slim that had some sort of Destiny design on it, but... Maybe yeah. like a ghost on it or something. So we are all caught up with our history of games. Well, Coming I just can I, the PS5. Uh, you, you asked me earlier, whenever I was talking about my history, you asked me how I like wanted to get into PC. Yeah. But yeah, that kind of just started whenever I was living with Chris. And, Overwatch. Uh, yeah, Overwatch basically was like the whole reason I got into uh, Overwatch PC gaming. My watch is such ended. a weird entry point. Yeah, I know. And then, uh, and then you told me to play uh, The Witcher, and yeah, I got into Witcher yeah, that three. was freaking yep. amazing. Good game. Yeah, I forgot it's been that recent that like you finally got like a good. What were you playing before you had a computer before we built your or before you and Chris built your current one Before Chris built it. Yeah. <laughs> even like that was the whole thing with building Certain that mistakes computer. would not have been made if I was in the room. <laughs> well, that was even the thing with them. I was just like, yeah, man, I want to build this, you know, together. And then like one learn day I get how home to do from, something. Yeah. And then I get home from work and he's just like, oh, yeah, I built your computer. I'm like, the fuck, man. <laughs> But um, just had Travis come over take it what apart, I was, what was I playing? He basically did the next time when he was like, oh, I think I need to re like we need to like redo the thermal paste or something. And we came in like, didn't we like just like basically just reseat the the heat sink or something? I don't know. I, I don't remember. Just taking the whole thing apart, just redone it from scratch. Showed Drew. <laughs> but what was what I playing do? before PC? Um, I played a lot of Grand Theft Auto online. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I yeah, did because. Yeah. Me and a bunch of friends would get on, and uh, I mean, I spent a lot of money on shark cards. Oh, shark lot cards of, for for uh, fucking microtransactions, yeah. For game, Grand Theft Auto, fake for Grand Theft Auto, shark I spent a lot of money on shark cards. You should have done. You should have invested in just one big megalowaledon. He probably bought a couple of those. Those are the big ones. I'm sure he had one or two. Do you have like an apartment? You're the problem with the industry right now. Hey man, I had so much fun with that game. I don't regret it at all. That's fine. As long as you're having fun, yeah. as long as your addiction is giving That's you true. the dopamine yeah, that you need mm-hmm. to keep going through the day and have so. a reason to wake up tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and then <laughs> Destiny, you know, I played a lot of Destiny, but I re- hated it. But uh, no, you didn't. We had so much fun. Well, I, we had some good times, but by the end of it, I just got tired. That's of that because they're game. great at the beginning. And then it's they're, just games as a service. Their yeah. end not a game, Destiny thing. Their DLC is just, it's always just never as good as the, no, cause the oh, taken no. King was when destiny turned it around. I didn't play that. And it was the same with destiny too. It took until fucking this, the, the Cade, what are they not, even out Cade now? six shit, whatever. What right. they call that? Don't Destiny Two Forsaken. We killed your favorite Forsaken. character. Forsaken. Yeah, we killed your favorite <laughs> character. <laughs> yeah. Guess really what? Is. He's not coming back. Edition. Yeah. 
<laughs> Never coming back. So that's um I think that's gonna be the first episode for yeah, today. Yeah, wanna wrap? call it a wrap? If you want to do an outro, Drew, or do you want to have one of us do it? Uh well, thank you for listening to the first episode of Absent Minded. Uh we will be recording. Do we have any, do we have any plugs that we want to do? Uh, we want to save that for when we have more concrete. I mean, just stuff. look for us on Twitter and Instagram and yeah. mm. unfortunately soon Facebook. Yeah, we'll have that. <laughs> Apparently we soon. still have to have a Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we will have some content going up on YouTube, hopefully. Right now it's probably just gonna be the podcast, and yeah. no video or anything, but hopefully video stuff. Some people like soon. that. Yeah. And we'll then have a little uh, bit of both for everybody, maybe. I might start Twitch streaming again. Just, yeah. 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 Dude, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Throw Travis, that do you have any names not or plugs right, right you want to do? No, not really. I mean, I if you know. want to, you can follow all of us except for Ethan, really, on various social media outlets. That's not true. You can always find me at, at Ray Charlizard. Uh, that's a play on Ray Charles and, and Charizard. I like to imagine that he's a blind Charizard in a nice suit sitting in front of a piano. It's always my headcanon for it. I don't know where it came from. But, <laughs> so the shiny uh, the shiny version of Charizard Ray is black, and that would be C-H-A-R really Lizard, Char Lizard. <laughs> Find me on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, Drew. I don't know. Do you? I don't even remember what you're on. You, you, I'm you not, ditched I'm a lot of the on, platforms. You said you had no plugs. Yeah, I'm on like no social media right now. Um, well, I mean, I'm plugging myself. <laughs> That's what I meant. But plug follow the Absent Podcast Minded Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and eventually Facebook. Yep, and then uh, of course, feel free to like and subscribe yeah. on your platform of choice. Oh, do I not get to, Do I not get to plug myself? Is that? Well, we're still talking about the podcast. What do you want to plug? Well, What's like on? I said, we, we you know most What's of plugging? our most of our stuff is going to be under the Absent Minded or yeah. Absent Minded Podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. look for either one. Yep, and you'll probably find something. Yeah, but like Travis said, you got to um, like, you got you yeah. got to leave a review. You got to subscribe. Well, we don't really you have share. We don't really have a like or subscribe button on this. Well, that's just because this one's that's, not published. That's, that's YouTube. But well, no, you can like on certain platforms. Can't True. you like a podcast on a uh, on SoundCloud? I think that you give them a little I heart. Don't know. And then on on uh, iTunes, you give them the little follow, Subscribe. and it's the same on Spotify. Well, I know I know on Spotify it's a follow. I don't use Apple yeah, products, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but you know, if you use it and you're looking for us and you found us somehow, some way, you know what you got to do. Leave us a comment. Do the thing. Absolutely, do the thing. Do the thing. Yeah. You know what it is. Also, uh, yeah. Also, wow. yeah. Also, you, know, you can catch me on. Nice. Uh, I have a Twitch channel. You can catch me. Soulsbjorn is most of oh, my yeah. stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, we spell also, that. Uh, it's like, come on! It's it's, it's no, what it I mean, like. Souls Born. It, it's, it's almost be, like it's Souls Bjork. Yeah, like baby, but like baby Bjorn. Bjorn. You know, and it's just uh, it's actually just Ethan playing Souls Born and Bjork cosplay. <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, if only, but it's uh, we have a Twitter. I have a Twitter for that and uh, uh, Twitch too. So sometimes I'm on there, not sometimes I'm not. But dude, you might be on more Twitch. I'm on there. The, the I'm on apartment. there lurking all the time. But, a lurker, but I need yeah. to stream more. So, but we can we can do that. Yeah. We can do that. And also, if we do end up getting on Twitch and you do see that, I just want to oh, shout out that Amazon Prime. If you've got give Amazon that, Prime, you get a free Prime subscription. subscription to your, you know your you're not favorite using it. podcast and Twitch, us. Give it to the startup. Give it to the up-and-comers. Yeah, you know. Give it to the dreamers. The hot new kids on the block. There you go. Well, guys, that's all from me, Drew, Ethan. Yeah, I'm Always good. a pleasure. That was, uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll get this a little more uh, tuned up. Oh, it's just tighter, you know, tweaked. Yeah. yeah, but it's good. It's got a solid foundation. Good. It's good. All right, guys. Y'all All take right. care. Have a good day. Bye.